everybody. Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs. I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm here with Akash Singh. Um, I'm here with Alex Media. Um, Edin is not here right now. There's probably a turkey joke that we could make, but <laughs> I don't have it. I really don't. I don't have it. I don't. Ha- I didn't have the turkey joke in the moment. I'm all out of jokes. Why? Because <laughs> I released them all on YouTube. Yeah, you did. Okay? New mm. special alert. Young mm. king in the building. If you don't know, now you know. Yo, my man. Marlo in this bitch, dog. <laughs> I want my corners, though. Yo, I want Marlo my motherfucking... Even though that's Avon who said it, I don't care. <laughs> Avon never got his corners, but it don't matter. We recreating the wire. Y'all gonna get me spicy out here, though. <laughs> Y'all gonna get me turned the fuck up. That's that talk I like. Man, I gotta say, I gotta do a huge thank you to Alex Media right here. The, the fucking legend, the workhorse. For those of you guys who don't know, I'll, I'll preface, uh, we dropped last night, 8 p.m., uh, my new special. It's uh, 35 minutes long, no written material whatsoever, all off the dome, freestyle, crowd work, and um, we recorded it in Washington, D.C. It's up on my YouTube right now, and um, Alex Media and Mark Gagnon, shout out to Alex Media and Mark Gagnon um, and myself, but mostly them. Nah. I gotta give credit to them. No, no for no. sure, for sure, for sure. Don't undermine yourself, though. No, but no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not Beast. undermining the performance. Okay, bet, I'm bet, saying bet, bet, what bet, it bet. took to get it out oh, on yeah. on on yeah. what day we release it Monday. Monday. What it took to get out yesterday? We did a 30 hour straight edit. That's insane. That shit felt like a college when you're cramming for a test. So <laughs> it was, was 30 hours. We were in Alex's apartment, which by, Alex is by far the nicest apartment of anybody on this podcast. I just want to point out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfucking <laughs> yeah. real. Yeah. Anyway, I'm paying way too much. So <laughs> that's coming down. That's coming down. Okay. Uh, so there, it was a 30 hour straight edit. I mean, we took a three hour nap or two hour nap. At about six in the morning, Monday morning, I just walked into his room delusionally. Yeah. And I laid in his bed. And this is how tired we all were. Alex walks into his room after me, maybe like 45 minutes later. And he goes, Son, you in my bed? And I go, Yeah. He goes, I got it. He didn't even have have a get the fuck out my bed. Like he just rolled up in that bitch next to me. Over, yeah, that's it. So, flavor two listeners, Alex and I have finally slept together. I just want to point that out. It's a big, it's a big. That's the real news, not the special. Um, so. Alex still sweating from working so hard. This motherfucker's sweaty right now. Nah, that was from the bed. Oh. <laughs> so, so we we grind. We get this thing out. I mean, real Alex and Mark, unfucking real. Um, Alex and Mark shot it in Washington D.C. Um, and I mean, the turnaround on this special is pretty amazing. Like we shot Dude, it a week ago. Fucking insane, Unheard. insane. With a with a three person team, including the comedian. Mm. <laughs> you know how crazy that yeah, is? Yeah. Netflix got squads editing. Hundreds of people. There's billions of dollars behind that. Yeah. And we just fucking did it. At, you did got it. you got an intern and a guy that you act like you no, overpay because you gave him now. health insurance. Alex <laughs> <laughs> don't get no health insurance. <laughs> no, I know, I don't. We got to talk about that. You spending that on your view. 
You know what I mean? He wanted some health insurance. <laughs> we got, we he stopped spending all that money on this beautiful ass view. <laughs> so he got floor to ceiling windows. Uh, oh, I was I've joking. been. I've been. So I, oh, you've been there? Yeah, it's a joint. I was telling him, I was like, that's why we slept together. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, the apartment effect. Uh, that shit rubbed off on me. Man, so I, I let you rub off on me. I had to hit up Akash and his people for medical advice and shit. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> true. I put him in touch with cousins and stuff. Recently? Yeah. yeah. So I'm worth it. That health insurance is overrated, B. Like, uh, when you have a view like that, the mental health benefits. Every day. That's why I'm never in a bad oh mood. Oh, my son. God. Son. Yeah, that's true. How it's hard to be in a bad mood when you're looking at water every day. Yo, my man looking at water every day. And I'm about dog. to get one of these scooters. Like, it's you over. can't tell me nothing. I'm going to have the, hair, the wind in my hair. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Yo, he said this. We were working hard. He goes, you guys want to go You guys want to go out to the roof for a second? I was like, you got a roof? He's like, yeah. And we go into the elevator, and he pushes down to the 14th floor and I was like you live above the roof (laughs) I was like nah I'm not paying you no more if you live above the roof bro yo it defeats the purpose purpose. nobody knows where Alex lives Long Island City (laughs) (laughs) nobody knows that edit point (laughs) (laughs) edit point so anyway we in there we fucking grind it away man it's an amazing thing so fucking impressive dude so fucking impressive people can do man it's an amazing thing what the three of us can do and and uh it's great to have mark on on a journey and uh but yeah so we put out the special it's 35 minutes all off the dome and um crazy it is it was it it was is an interesting thing that's happening because yesterday or now it's Tuesday, so Monday, yeah. So we're recording the same day, so it will come out a little bit late. But um, Monday was a great day for for comedy. Obviously, Chappelle dropped his new special, and you know that was the impetus for us dropping on the same day as well. And you know we were watching a little bit of the Chappelle special and people hearing the feedback, and like it makes me so happy that we've created an environment and we've changed the comedy environment so that now the goats and the greats like Chappelle are able to be flagrant again. We've opened up flagrancy. We've it, they're able to be edgy and like if you guys listen to this podcast, if you listen to Brilliant Idiots, I told you before views from the sis dropped, I said if this is successful like I think it's going to be, you will start to see the greats like Chappelle and Rock and all these guys really pushing the limits again because they'll feel safe to do it. Like I dropped views because I felt the energy of the comedy environment, right? I felt like the PC shit just strangling the funny out of comedy, right? Like there was just, everybody was getting canceled. Everybody was afraid. And I put it on YouTube because I got nothing to lose. You can't cancel me. Only I could cancel me, right? right? So it's like, and I knew that the, the, the environment needed it. Right. I knew it, right? Yeah. And that shit does, you know, six million views. That sends a message throughout the industry. Hey, like real quick, yeah, what yeah. gas my homie real quick. Yeah. What other special do you think got six million views? Last only year? only Chappelle if he dropped. That's it. Yeah. So maybe like a gaff again or something like that. So for you to drop on the same day as Chappelle ain't even that bold, to be honest. <laughs> if we just look at numbers, numbers never lie to use a rap bar. <laughs> that ain't even that fucking crazy. Right, right. I mean, he's still the goat. Don't get me wrong. I, I love, yeah, yo, yeah, we'll yeah. never knock Chappelle. That's nah, the fucking nah. yeah. man. I'm yeah. in awe of him. Pretty yeah. much always. But I'm going to loosen that belt off his waist one of these days. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something I've learned, man. Wow. Let me tell you something. I wish we had gunshots. Bro, let me tell you something for real I've learned from Andrew, and I think that little two-week uh, ass chewing y'all gave me two weeks ago helped. Mm-hmm. 
Andrew, you always hear these people say, like, don't be afraid to dream big. I have yeah. learned that, seeing Andrew. Don't be afraid to dream big and say the thing. You have Andrew to say always said, I want to be the greatest ever. And for the longest, I was like, that's wild to think that you could. It's not. No, None no. of it is wild. The audacity of hope, man. That's that Obama shit. But yeah. it's like, so it's I, an audacious thing. It's a truly audacious thing to to hope something or to believe something. But it gives you such a competitive advantage when you can hope it because it opens it opens up your mind. That's the real superpower. In my in my belief, the real superpower is believing is possible. Because once you believe it's possible, you start solving the problems to get you there. Like mm-hmm. going, why can't we go to the moon? The second you say, why can't we? Your brain yeah, starts going, ah, hey, well, let's put some oxygen tanks and a rocket. We already got these things, da 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 da. Right? So like for me, for me, I want to wear that. I I, I absolutely want to wear the belt. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, that, that is the goal, yeah. right? So it's like, you know, the the reason why we drop with the goat Chappelle, don't get me wrong, Chappelle's the goat, don't get me right. wrong, you know? Um, but we drop because, like, you have to be in the conversation. You want to be that? You so have to be in the it. conversation. And this is one thing I'll say, I don't know if it's Indian stuff or what, but I was yeah. raised with be humble in what you say. Right. And a lot of people, I think, used to find you arrogant, and hopefully they don't anymore. And what I would say to anybody <laughs> who feels like this guy's arrogant, you should be inspired by this guy. Because there is that party that thinks he's arrogant is that party that thinks you can't be great. Right. It's a reflection. You can it's, be. it's a mirror. You can't. You, and you you don't like this guy saying like maybe you on some level resent he feels like he can, but fuck that. He feels like he can, so he's going after it. And mm-hmm. for me, it's like, I wanna be the greatest. Yeah. He's just this is beautiful. You're just giving everybody else more to catch up to. Yeah. Hundred percent. So putting it out there. Hundred percent. Keep saying it and keep thinking it. Don't ever be afraid to say the thing or think the thing. Yo, just go for it, man. Like, I hope that's what inspires. This is inspiring. Yeah. No bullshit. I really friend hope friend. It does, This is man. inspiring, and I hope anybody it's Robin can Hood. take that from it. Son, that's the way I look at it. We really, we really fucking Robin Bro, Hood, we man. We do a little podcast that could in <laughs> so, every way. No, but it's like, so Al, real oh. quick, it's like, when I look at this shit, it's like, Robin Hood was stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. I, I don't know who the rich is. I don't know who the poor is. All I know is, we are creating content that's at the level of what Netflix and all these other things can do and we're giving it to the people on YouTube for free right it's like I don't even notice that that's what we're doing on some level but it's some comedy Robin Hood shit right it's like you you know you get the gang together we're going out we're gonna take it all down it's Ocean's Eleven it's like 11 motherfuckers well, it's Ocean's Three but it's like <laughs> three of us are gonna go against the biggest casino in the world and find a way to take the money out of it and we fucking doing it so I love the fact that I'm not like classically trained in production yeah because I don't know the rules yeah so it's like I approach this like Oh shit! Like, all right, that's how Netflix, that's how TV looks. Like, let me make my shit look like that. There's no reason why it can't be like that. And then it's funny. This happened to me maybe about a week ago. Somebody hit me up about the video. They were bigging me up, and then they started saying like, "How many people's on your team?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you're on your team." I'm like, "Nah, it's me." It's like, get the fuck. Like, they were. In I'm disbelief. so fucking impressed by Alex. They were too, in disbelief. Yeah, and he I'm killed like, it, man. And I'm like, it's inspiring to work with Drew because. He feels that same way about everything. Like, look at this whole situation. Like, yeah. big shit is happening soon. Come yep. next month. Like, we're just doing this. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this shit all, by we? ourselves. We don't need no cosigns. We don't need backup. Let's do it. Give why it to not the drop on the Fuck. same day as Chappelle? Yeah. Why not? Why not? It's why not? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like, why not? Why not? That's yeah. it. There's no void in comedy. And don't actually find the reasons why not. And no, that's no, a rhetorical no, question. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. Oh, yeah. but, but Alex had a great, great point because, you know, in his mind, he's coming from the rap world and he's like, you know, there's the beefs and all this kind of shit like that. And it's like, ain't no beef. Like, it's comedy. We, we, we're having fun. Like, I think I want everybody to go watch Chappelle. We go watch Chappelle. Chappelle's. Nobody not. Yeah, like, go watch Chappelle. But, like, what, what he said was really interesting. He's like, there's a reason albums all drop on the same day. And I'm like, why? He goes, because once you're in the music listening mood, you're mm. like, oh, okay, I'll check this next one. Yep. And I want, I'm a fan of Chappelle. So, like, and I know way less people did this but there are people that saw that ours dropped and they were like and it references Chappelle's and so they were like oh shit there's a Chappelle special too right. now I know way less people know that I have something and didn't know the Chappelle drop but at least some people got to find it as well that's good for comedy Yeah. do you know what I mean that's the whole like when I see Chappelle go out there and like really be edgy right like, right. like way edgier than he's been in past specials like he's edgy again I'm like oh shit we made that possible like, that's a win for us. Like, when I see that, now, I don't think it's Chappelle going, oh, there's views from the sis. Now I can be. I think it's us changing culture, getting into the ecosystem enough, getting into the matrix. Us and y'all fans. That's what I mean by yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the fl I mean, flagrant too. I mean, brilliant yeah. idiots. I mean, like, comedy fans around the world proven that we like this type of comedy right. and that it's possible and we're getting to cancel shit the fuck out of here. Right. Facts. And it's just like, like that that's why what were you saying can I ask you a question about yeah. cancel culture you know what I would love to see somebody say whenever people are like cancel this guy yeah. I want to go when did you ever subscribe to me <laughs> for you yeah. to cancel me you would never subscribe go that's ahead funny. you're just leaving some shit you never that's even so cared good. about go that's ahead so that's so good well that's so that's the thing right it's like that's a brilliant take yeah. that, that, and that's the thing that like sometimes I don't want to like say you know, like the the like the subversive shit in a special. You know, it was like more obvious with views, right? Views was like I'm gonna specifically target the topics you're not supposed to talk about, yeah. And I'm gonna talk about them in a comedic way. I'm gonna right. say the words you're not supposed to say. I'm gonna do everything that they're telling us not to do, right? And then I'm gonna prove that if it's funny enough, it's okay, right? Because at the end of the day, it's not about comedy or jokes. Right. It's about the level that you're doing that, mm -hmm. and if it's funny, it rises, right. right? And that's what the culture needed in the moment. And then we created that platform for other people to go out and feel brave and do their edgy shit and bring comedy back, right? We like sparked, we sparked a flame. So yeah. many other people need to support that. The Rogans need to support that. The Charlemagnes need to support that. Yeah. All the people that supported made that happen, right? But we sparked that fucking flame. And then what happens is once you can have an opinion and you can tell those jokes, then it becomes everything's a think piece, right? It's like, this is a think piece. And there's a million podcasts where they're going to give you your hot takes on this, that, the other. And there's a million different, you know, even comedy specialties. Everybody's t thinking, thinking, so much thinking, thinking, thinking. So what I wanted to do with this special, right, ah. is I want I can't do what everyone's doing. Mm. I, if everyone's doing the think piece, right. I just want to bring you funny, raw yeah. funny mm -hmm. right so it's like we first it's one thing to have a think piece where you tell people how to feel and you tell them how they should be and tell audiences what they should how they should react it's another thing to show it and if you watch the special 
and I would never market it like this, and I'll just talk about it like this because, you know, I fuck with the family and the army, but, like, I have the most diverse crowd in comedy that's not even a question. Right. And if you watch the special, you see every race of people, mm-hmm. gender and religion, in the crowd, all being made fun of yeah. and laughing at themselves. Right. And to me, what I want to show is, one, jokes don't divide us. They bring us together. Right? Two, this narrative out here, like, we're so sensitive. We can't take a joke. Who? Who's we? That's y'all? Yeah, yeah. That's not me. Mm. That's not the people that listen to our podcast. Ooh. That's not, that's, I don't know who the fuck that is. That's yeah. a lie. That's a myth. That's 10 people on Twitter. That's loud people. That's, that's 10 loud people on yeah. Twitter, right? The Americans, Indians, English, Puerto Rican, the people that we put our content out to in the world love the flagrancy. They got a sense of humor. They could laugh. And that's what I wanted to show. I want to show that that's a bullshit narrative about sensitivity. That's five fat girls with short hair at a, <laughs> a you know liberal arts college in New Hampshire. That's not America. Friendless fat girls. Boom. You know not even friends sensitive? with each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you need a march so you can see people. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're so sensitive because you never had friends. That's all friendship is is shitting it's, on each other. Yo, that's a great point. You fucking dorks. You didn't <laughs> learn this growing up. Great fucking nobody point. nobody liked you. Exactly. Sitting alone with your fucking apple for the teacher like a fucking bitch that you are. First of all, it was a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the idea was like, so the idea was show it. Like, we have to show it, and that's why I wanted to release it it this way. I just wanted to show, no, it's not that sensitive. People are not that sensitive. Mm. This is comedy, and we enjoy jokes, and we enjoy having fucking fun. And if there's one thing I'm most proud of about the special, and I'm really proud of Alex for this and Mark for this, is that the way that it's shot and the way that it's distributed is like, you feel the audience's joy. Like we specifically shot it different than any other special because we wanted you to feel what they felt. Like Mm. there's all these shots where you get to see them reacting and laughing. You get to see joy. You get to see people who look nothing like each other laughing at the same shit. Nothing like each other. And everybody is going to get their their hit. The Indian dude's going to get his shit. The black chicks from Nigeria are going to get their shit. Everybody's going to get their shit. And... For me, I don't know. That's what that's what I hope on some level subconsciously it resonates with people, even if they don't know. I just hope on some level they're watching and they're just like, see? Yeah. It's jokes, man. Yeah. It's just jokes. Right. You know? So thank y'all for everybody who watched it. I really appreciate y'all. Both y'all, man. And thank you so much. Thank uh, you. you know, keep on watching, supporting, sharing, man. That's the only way that we could change the game, but Al, I love you, man. Love You're the you fucking too, man. It's so great to be on this fucking journey with you. And and Mark, shouts to you, Mark. I appreciate you. That young buck, Mark, doing all right, huh? Yeah, man. Son, he, yeah. he doing he's, all right. He's a beast, and he's funny. He's funny. He's going to be a star, man. He's going to be fucking nice, He's going to be a star, man. He's not going to get health insurance either, but... He goes, <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to need it. He's I'm Walmart out here in this bitch. <laughs> Yeah. It's so it's so funny like when you have employees and when news stories come out where they're like, How could Walmart not pay its people's <laughs> work? And then you just be mad quiet. You be like, <laughs> I don't know how that should be happening, bro. What else going it's on? Expensive. You ever seen yeah. nothing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all see the game? Y'all want to talk about the game or something? <laughs> anyway, we don't gotta delve on this. Any anything more from you, Alex, experience wise that you felt like 
So one thing not to bring down the mood, do we want to talk about, because I I watched Chappelle's special, and I noticed that he had a bit kind of oh, similar yeah. to yours. Yeah, there's a, it's really annoying. Uh, part of, He has a Michael Jackson joke that is similar. We have similar takes. And the sucky thing about that is Chappelle's never seen me perform that joke. I've never seen Chappelle perform that joke. This happens in comedy. Right. And, um, I mean, he had a Jesse Smollett take that I said on Brilliant Idiots, and I did a question of the day thing a long time ago, you know? But, like, uh, because that sometimes happens. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. like I put that question of the day about, about like, he doesn't watch it. Like, how He's, could the uh, person, uh, you, you can't be racist and homophobic and watch Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But that was, so that, I wasn't the only person on Twitter that thought about that or Instagram yeah. thought about that. And sometimes this happens in comedy where he like said the thing I he had a thing where he said about assault, my flagrant thought from the Patreon episode. Yeah. He had that exact like it's not assault if you didn't touch him, whatever. It's right. like this happens. And think about it. Think about how many times you're with your friends and like you, you both notice something and somebody just beats the other to the joke yeah. and you're like, fuck, you just took yeah. the words yeah. out of my mouth. So yeah. that's gonna happen. That's just natural. That exactly. Yeah. There's no like I think when you get to like the upper echelons of this game, you start to realize that people are going to have similar thinking. Right. Right? You know, like, because you have to, in order to be outside the box, you have to think a different way about something, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, there will be times where Akash and I will have the same idea about something without ever even talking to each yeah. other about it. This just happens in a game. The issue is, when you're the biggest comic in, in the game, right, is, like, when you put it out, the rule just happens to be, that's it. That is the right. joke. It's like... It's like you patent the zipper, yeah. and then someone in Turkey also is like, "Well, I too would like to close my jacket." <laughs> right? And then some guy from like Nebraska is like, "Nope, we're the only ones right, yeah, yeah. that allow closed jackets." Right. And you're like, "I never even went to Nebraska." Yeah. Right? It is, but for whatever reason, that's the thing. So there's a Michael Jackson joke that uh, that he has, and the the thing that bums me out the most about it is like, it to him, it's like a few throwaway lines they're like a couple like tweets to get him into like his r kelly thing yeah for me it's a fully arced bit bit it is like a son i know you never say it publicly but your joke is better so i'm gonna be straight up with you and this not just your boy i'm just saying i've seen both and mm -hmm. i'm a huge Chappelle fan yeah your joke is better and it sucks you gotta retire that shit that mm. fucking sucks really i think like he can't keep performing it his and is then better no, I, I don't. I'm not saying in disbelief. I'm just asking for double confirmation. You think Schultz is better? I think unbiased. Unbiased. Wow, I think it's it's shit. funnier. Like Chappelle's is quick. He has some quick hits, and then he's out. Like his is like a long. The problem is bit. a couple of those hits are the same idea as yeah, mine. It's not the same wording, but it it it's the same concept. Yeah, as mine. It's like, and I'm, I have so much respect for Chappelle and just comedy. Do you know what I mean? That like. It just sucks because then then there's a whole different part of the joke that I would love to continue sharing with people on the road, you know, and uh, it just sucks, man. So now what's the rule? I mean, the rule is you just retire it, you know? The rule is you just retire it. It's, it's, a, it's a, I don't know, maybe there's a different, maybe there's a different world where it's like, honestly, I don't, maybe there's a different world where it's like, it's acknowledged. I mean, we have such an intimate relationship with our, like, audience and our fans where maybe there's a different world where it's like, 
listen, y'all saw Chappelle's special. You know, we had the same idea about something. Ooh. You know? Mm. Y'all want to hear mine? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I don't know. We haven't, I haven't figured it out yet. All I know is that I if just, I did do it, if I did do it, what were you thinking, Al? I'm thinking that you shouldn't take the risk. If you keep performing it, people might think that you were biting. Right, right, right. And so just the fans who've been to your show. It's they, like fashion merch. They're the last ones who got the pleasure of seeing that amazing fucking joke. Yeah, you might be right, dog. You might be right, bro. Like, unfortunately. You might be right. Wow. And that's the crazy thing. So it just goes away and it just like evaporates into the ether. It sucks. And there's a whole other chunk that has that he doesn't touch upon it as well, which I think is the funniest part of the joke. That's when shit gets set off. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. But it's you can't get there without, without the initial that. thing yeah. that we have a couple... Mm. The initial setup is to get to the other. Well, whatever. I don't. I don't want to. We don't have to spend too long on. But if y'all came to a live show, y'all know what we're talking about. Y'all have seen it, and uh, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that that you loved the bit, and that's the cool thing about coming to the to the live shows. Like, is that you're gonna have these kind of one off experiences, think. like the ones who've been to the live show and they oh. see, and the ones who've seen your bit and seen Chappelle's bit. I'm just curious what they say. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they agree with me. Because I honestly think it's better. But, you know, maybe I could be biased. But I think it's better. Yo, man, you about to get health care, bro. I brought him back to the How you feeling, dog? You want some Blue Cross Blue Shields, <laughs> I brought him back to the crib. <laughs> made the bed and shit. I even changed the sheets. You know, I don't change the sheets for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Son, this dude got the most powerful bidet I ever been to in my entire wow. life. Son, I should cut my gooch, son. Dude, Did it hit the hemi. Son, it it penetrated me so far. It penetrated me. It didn't just clean it. That's it entered me. That's it felt amazing. I was, I was I was I was going like this. I didn't even realize it. I was rocking back and forth oh, on it. Wow. Yeah, you got dog. A too happy I was doing that shit like I was the Hezi Sutra, bro. I was. <laughs> Like a girl getting a Hesse Sutra. <laughs> so it was I was rocking back and forth and then it went so far inside me. Wow. That I started shitting again. It was like it knocked off the next shit. <laughs> like it, 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 it was like it was like knocked on the door. The next shit, like it's your That's turn. How you know, Alex not getting his ass eaten. He's cleaning it for hosts. Son, <laughs> real he talk. talk. He like fingers, yeah. bro. Like no, I never said fingers. Stop I like lying. You like stop, fingers, stop bro. You fingers. said that every time you try to add Yo, the fingers. You know, I remember fingers. you saying play with the rim. No, 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 with the tongue. Nah, the you tongue. said you That's like it. fingers, dog. Hey, the day feels great. And a tongue feels great. Fuck out of here, dog. got a colonic machine at home, son. I know. This dude wants to marry Poseidon. He had a colonic. Think about it. The water went up his ass and he started shitting boy. That shit went up my ass and I sat down further. (laughs) You know, know, I literally said to your bidet, deeper. Son, that shit was amazing. Anyway. Hey, if any gay assholes, Alex, you got to let them know what kind of bidet they, they got. That's like a dude's vibrator. Like What, a bidet? Yeah. What's a gay? You, what's you a gay? Can, you know, <laughs> you know, faster, deeper, stronger, harder. You can just, you got all the controls right there. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it is. Damn, son. Gay dudes. <laughs> Did we include that shit in the special? No, no, no. No, we didn't. There's other parts that we just didn't include, but there was a wild-ass gay dude at one of the shows, bro. A wild-ass. <laughs> talking about because that dude was funny. This motherfucker was wild, bro. Like He tried fuck? Yeah, but like not too crazy, but like just he was just yelling Telling shit you got out. a girl and a bidet. Say what? He told him you got a girl and, and a, a bidet. bidet. I got everything I need. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done for me lately? <laughs> nah, he was just, son, he was just like open and mad gay and like talking about eating kids, like swallowing cum and getting fucked in the ass. And wow. Like, yeah, dude, it was, it was real. It was fucking hard. Maybe we should release extras from it. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Got it. Yeah, if it's hot. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Anyway, thank thank y'all so much for supporting. As always, man. I hope y'all enjoy this, but I hope y'all also. I really hope you guys realize like the instrumental role you've played in like pushing comedy forward. You know, I look at ourselves like the spear, the tip of the spear of, mm. of comedy. You know, and it's like we might not be as big as you know, the, the, the widest part of the arrow or we might not be as noticeable as the part of the spear that you hold, but you cannot penetrate without the tip, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what we are. We're that little dot in the beginning and the dot's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but with that dot in the beginning, pushing comedy in, in what I believe is, is the right direction and yeah, man, it's just so fucking cool to be part of it. And it's not possible without y'all. Simple as that. If y'all don't fuck with it, it's not possible. We just talking to a void. So I'm I'm mad grateful. Mm, this guy's a fucking rock star out here stage diving. That was shit. ill as fuck, <laughs> bro. I thought that's what we were going to talk about today. Yo, son, let me tell you something. We were going to do a legit stage dive for the fashion video. Yeah. This is for Chicago. We're going to do a legit stage dive for the fashion video. Right before I'm about to go on stage. We recorded that fashion after the second show. So I did the whole show. And if I bombed, it would have been very awkward to ask yeah. them to <laughs> catch me. <laughs> so uh, we did the whole show. And then I asked him, right before I'm about to go on, the stage manager for Thalia Hall, the theater in Chicago, comes downstairs. And she goes, so I would like to talk to you guys about uh, this potential stage dive into the audience. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a wrap. It ain't happening, right? For some reason, I think of the idea. I'm like, yo, how about... One person, Alex, who's my guy, just stays in the audience, surrounded by the other people, but I just jump into his arms, so we don't have to worry about anybody else getting hurt. She's like, you know what? I think we could do that. Yeah, I wasn't around when he made that call. Also true. But, <laughs> no, not after. So but, you got a lot of faith in Alex's strength. Oh, no, dog. son. Come on. He, ties, he tightens my microphone every single day. <laughs> this is the most vulnerable thing I've ever had to do every single day before this podcast is ask Alex to tighten the screws on the mic because my thumbs ain't working. <laughs> so... But uh, so here's the thing. She was okay with me jumping into one person's arms. But not 20. Not 600. Because he would be liable and then you would be liable. Sure, I understand the yeah. math of it. Yeah. But like it is way safer for 100%. me to just jump into everybody's arms. Yeah. Yeah. No, she don't give a fuck about your well-being. I found that abundantly <laughs> clear. <laughs> like when she came in on some we're worried about you shit and I was like, well, it's okay if I just jump on the ground head first. She's like, yeah, is nobody going to be? <laughs> nobody can sue. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be there, right? And you will sign a waiver. <laughs> but that's what we're doing and that's what, dude, it was so funny and uh, it was like right there where we realized, you know, that like right now, People were saying like it was on some rock star shit and we were like, yo, that's what comics are now. 
It's like, what did rock stars do back in the day? They didn't give a fuck. They said what the fuck was on their mind. They acted however they wanted to act. They fucking woke up late. They went out throughout the night. Oh, they shit. did. It's like, who's doing that now? Rappers? No, rappers are singing to each other. Do you know what I mean? The only, they've got the drug part, but that's it. Yeah, and, and the drugs they take in are like, like let Love me take drugs. a nap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me let me let me take Prozac so I can feel positive today. Yeah, right? Molly, like, so I can love everybody. Yeah, like take that shit to Burning Man, you uh, bitch. Yeah, actually, I love Burning Man, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we Shout should be everyone right at the Burning Man, man. We sacrificed this year so we could do this, man. I think it, I think it'll be a worthy sacrifice. We gonna get up there, and I hope everybody has a great burn. But but so so that's the thing. It's like Akash, we're the fucking. I think we have taken on the rock star role. Like we are willing to risk it all. We're willing to say whatever. We're the ones getting silenced for what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like Yo, rappers yeah. aren't getting their music taken down. We're yeah. getting our joke. You had your joke taken down, bro. I got throttled down on Instagram. I got shossed out this bitch. That's what I'm saying. Think about that. That's the rock star shit. We're doing the things that the rock stars did. Yeah. We are operating in that space because every time in culture or history, uh, there's always a necessity for pushback, and that pushback isn't happening in music. Yeah, it's happening in comedy because the pushback isn't about an energy it's about um isn't about just like an energy that like music provided like nirvana provided that energy yeah. and like those rock bands provide that energy right now we needed motherfuckers with some sense yeah and we needed some joy we need to like cut through and all i'm saying is you're in the fucking middle of it recognize yeah, it still. and just know it like how cool is it it's dope we yo comics, what Lenny comics Bruce attitude, had to go dog. through right cwa like, world real talk comics with attitude <laughs> Comics oh, for life. Didn't I, call, I called you NWA and Nilla with attitude. Yeah, <laughs> Nilla with attitude. <laughs> anyway, man. So it's cool, bro. It, it's fucking cool, man. It's just yeah. It's but cool. yeah, any any counterculture shit has spoken to a group of people that have been quieted, mm -hmm. and the people who aren't offended by everything have been quieted. And now we're speaking to them. There we go. We're tapping into that energy. We talking. We talking. All right. So we had a we had a we had a big week this week, Akash. Some yeah. deportitos. Andrew Luck. Let's start with that. Can you can you explain? Okay, I heard a crazy theory. I think Al, did you bring this up to me? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna be my flavor take, but it's fine. You... So Al Al brought this up to me. So you know Andrew Luck's dad, Oliver Luck, XFL. It's part of the XFL. Yeah. Interesting. XFL is not around this next year. Yeah. But it is going to be around two years from now. Mm -hmm. It is entirely plausible that Andrew Luck takes a year off, rests his weary body. Mm -hmm. But then after that year of traveling with his wife, which I could definitely see wearing <laughs> on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's finna do, this fucking idiot. Dude. You think football is exhausting? Imagine <laughs> <laughs> listening to this bitch for a year. <laughs> Son, a year of traveling? You ain't been on vacation with your bitch enough. <laughs> My girl and I be beefing after three days. <laughs> Tired of each other. Son, I can't, bro. That's why I don't understand cruises. Yo. <laughs> like, you know, every once in a while you hear in the news, you'd be like, uh, someone jumped off a cruise. I was like, just one? <laughs> you just had one guy jump off? Yo. Bruh, that's why them windows are so small. Yo, Do you notice in the cruises, them windows are just a little circle? That shit just a little bit too skinny to fit your shoulders out. Because if that was, if that shit just, if that came up like a window in your apartment, swan diving out that shit. <laughs> I'll take my chances with the fishes. 
<laughs> right? Son, you know how many dudes got caught just like like webbing in a net trying to jump out the, you know, the carnival like the cruise window? factory, son. Motherfucker should be jumping. I got to get out of here. You got to catch him with a net, son. I don't understand it, son. I truly do. That's why alcohol is free. You, you ever noticed that like on a cruise, they don't charge you for no alcohol? No, no. Everything's included. Because it got to be. Because if it's not, I'll jump right the fuck off this boat. Instead of listening to my girl bitch about some shit. What could you bitch about? We on a boat. (laughs) Like, how do you find a way to bitch about shit? We on a boat. We got to go over here. Why? (laughs) We don't got to go nowhere. We already there. We are already on the boat. We can't be late for nothing. We can't possibly. What could you possibly be upset about? I'll meet you there. How do I know you're going to come? Because we on a boat. <laughs> and if I don't come, you know where to find me. We on a boat. Oh <laughs> it's simple as that. What are you upset about? Oh, my God. Oh what the God. fuck were we talking about? Oh, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Entirely possible. Takes a year off. Comes back a year after that and joins the XFL. What's a dumber idea? And X stands for ex-wife. <laughs> 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 I was just going to ask, what's the dumber idea, joining the XFL or traveling for a year with your wife? Both cause CTE. <laughs> Both of them cause incredibly traumatic brain injuries. Yo, <laughs> Both of them result in you killing your wife. <laughs> <laughs> or yourself. <laughs> or yourself. That's one or the other. That's one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, one fucking year, son. That's crazy. Um, dude, I, I, I start hyperventilating just thinking about that. That's a crazy, yeah. Bro. Bro. Bro, like what? Like what? My girl and I spent the whole weekend together, and she was like, I had enough of you. Thank <laughs> God. When they say it first. <laughs> right? You know, when they say it first, and you get they the front like you yeah. don't agree, you'd be like, really, babe? Really? <laughs> what, you need some time? You need a little few minutes? <laughs> Why don't you take some time? <laughs> I'll just take an hour-long shit to get my peace and quiet. <laughs> my, my girl really thinks I can't shit fast. She really believes in her heart. She's like, it takes him so long to shit. I'll be like, you believe that? You believe I can't just get it out? I'm giving myself hemorrhoids for some motherfucking peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I got a bidet? I used to camp out in there. I'm like, I might as well have some fun while I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I used to camp out in the bathroom for hours. So I, know what you gotta do. I had to lie about being constipated the whole time I was yeah. in Japan just to get an extra hour on the toilet. <laughs> no, I still trying to push, man. Yo, you got it to prevent the hammy, though. You got to shit and then close the lid and just sit on the lid and be on your phone. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's smart. The move. That's the move. He created a bench. <laughs> that's, not, that's smart. My legs be falling asleep Yo, and shit. Hey, real son. talk. If you could build a lazy boy in a toilet, son, I'd never oh. fucking leave. There's no point. Yo. I get it. Now Now you get like all that old man shit like a fucking TV in a bathroom. Like yeah. You understand what a bathroom is to an old man. Sanctuary. It's a sanctuary. Like Think about how much we want to get away from our wives, right? That, <laughs> there's a thing called a man cave, right? Like... The man who works and pays the rent for the apartment is willing to take the shittiest part of the house just to have some solitude. Like, you pay for the house. You could have the bedroom be in the basement. 
<laughs> What's she gonna do? <laughs> Start paying for the house? No. no. Right? You can say, no, my man cave is actually the man penthouse and it's on the top floor of the house. You know how we work to get what we want? You know how a woman gets what she wants? Her job is just nagging you. It, what, what is job. it? Grinding you away? <laughs> yeah. What were you saying? Didn't you have a bit about that? Like she just grinds you away like erosion? Basically, I don't or something remember. Like yeah, that. something like that. But just yeah, like, yeah. that's her job. It's just nagging you. We, we're we like, yo, I want this. I'm going to work to get it. Yeah. She's like, I want this. I'm going to nag my husband until he gets it for me. You know who we are? <laughs> this is what we are. We start as like a shard of a beer bottle on an ocean seabed. <laughs> Right, and they grind us into beach glass. They look at us like they look at us like this, like sharp, crystallized Heineken bottle. And there's like, oh, I'm gonna make you a beach glass. We go, we gonna add some op- op- opacity or whatever that word, opaque. We're gonna make you opaque. I'm gonna grind you away until you turn into something I could take home. <laughs> all the edge you had, fuck all that. Uh, I'm going to just grind it out of you. It's so true. <laughs> they just want us to be another fixture. They want us to be a piece of furniture, right? It's just like, yo, be there. Be there when I need you to support me. Be there when I need you when I need you to sit on. Be there when I need you. Do you need anything? It don't matter if you need anything. Why would it matter? That's not your purpose. Your purpose is to provide me comfort when I need it. And when I don't need the comfort, you fucking sit there and you do nothing. I still need you here, though. Don't go nowhere. Don't think you got freedom, couch. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm gonna let my dog sit on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you could be nice to the dog too, but besides that, oh son. I got you. How's engagement? <laughs> <laughs> See, it was great. To be honest, it's great. Yo, have you have you used the have you used the, the, the fuck up? No, no, no. Like the I got you the ring uh, in an argument yet. I haven't said oh. it in an argument, nah, but, but I mean, when the arguments, like... Son, I can't wait for you to know, drop that. I dropped that immediately. <laughs> Yo, to second. you know I don't the... feel like pasta for dinner. Look at your ring! <laughs> <laughs> Look what I did for you! <laughs> You're not even going to fit in your wedding dress if we get pasta! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll be bringing it up in them playful moments. Like so how? when things are a little tense, I'm oh, going to be yeah. like, I'll just look at their finger. I'll be like, shh, shh, shh. You're talking a lot for Yo, somebody that so just good. got that. Oh, that's so good. Oh, shit. Uh. Yo, now yeah. my girl gets mad, I'm scared for real. But in the playful moments, I, hey, just, just, shh, shh. Yeah. And then I'll just do this at my finger. That's it. <laughs> we should have, you know those like, you know, remember like, you know the dog things where like, um, no, no, not sh- where like when they run past a certain, <laughs> you, you know, like it's not a fence, but it's like an electrical one, <laughs> right? So when they run past a certain distance, <laughs> oh gosh, so they run. Let me stick it too close. <laughs> <laughs> But, but like they run past a certain distance, right? You could zap the dog, and the dog not so good knows not to go there, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. electroshock therapy, right? Shock collar. 
so many women would get a ring earlier <laughs> if the ring itself had like an electric shock mechanism uh. where the second they started nagging or, or being ungrateful <laughs> or complaining about anything or making your life difficult for no reason, right? We could just zap them and it would send a zap, not an abusive, I'm not talking about abusive, just discomfort. Yeah. Like, just discomfort. Just as much discomfort as you're giving me. Exactly. Yeah. Equal discomfort. Yeah. And there was some sure. biochemical way to quantify my discomfort and then put it in your finger. And what it did, and what it did <laughs> you're is trying to fry bitches' fingers. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I'll be honest, I think it should work on a delay. I think that it doesn't hit you right now because that's how women work, right? Like you fuck up right now, but you're not gonna feel it right now. Oh yeah, you're gonna feel it later, right? So. So it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> right? That's white women shit. Yo, Brian so, girl be letting you know in the moment, In the moment, fair enough. But like, you know, white girl gonna hold on to that a little bit and then hit you back later <laughs> with it, you know? So, um. Let the interest build. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's they be hitting you like, with interest, yo. <laughs> These Goldman Sachs ass bitches be <laughs> bodying you. Oh, Bank of America ass so, bitch. So, so, so the... So what I'm saying is they have that thing and you hit it, but it doesn't hit them just right there. Yeah. And then right when they're going to get their manicure and right when they on that fucking nail, <laughs> right? And they want some palm tree or some shit designed on the nail. Zap! Now your manicure fucked up. <laughs> Next time you should think about that when you give me a hard time for no reason when I'm trying to provide. Right when you try to take a moment for yourself. That, that's zap! when you get zapped. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you trying to finger yourself? Zap! <laughs> <laughs> you trying to put on one of them little dainty necklaces that takes like every little bit of dexterity with your fingers Bruh. to open the clasp? <laughs> Zap! <laughs> <laughs> you trying to put your eyeliner on? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get that part of the hoop earring in your ear, but it's difficult. You just got to poke it. <laughs> Zap! Real talk about the wipe they ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Should have had a bidet, bitch. <laughs> now you need another manicure. Oh man, son. Woo. See, that's why we all need girls, bro. To I provide, love relationship shots, dog. Because I take my angst out on the airwaves. Yeah, same. You know, Same, that's bro. where it got to be out. I've never been more at peace. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Alex can't have it. Alex can't have a girl, son. Alex can't have a girl. It's too much. It's too stressful for Alex. Alex is good single. I think you're better single. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, just out, yeah. you out there in the world. Yeah. What's wrong with you in a relationship? I just prioritize the work more. So it creates a big stressor in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you could cancel on a girl that you're not in a relationship with because you got to work. Right, right, yeah. right. You know? Yeah. That's that shit. Say what? No, that was that was it. That was right? perfect. Yeah. Now this 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 me, I might be better in in relationship. I don't I, know. I think so. Because it brings out the heart in me and yeah. the empathy. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what's you know what's mad fun? Y'all ever do this? Y'all ever do this? Y'all ever go up to your girl and be like, be like, oh, we letting our unibrows grow? <laughs> 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 like you involve yourself in it too like, like, like oh we gotta do a little plucking together like I let my shit grow out for some in case so. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying just in case her shit grows I could be like oh we gotta we gotta take care of this we gotta I guess we should do it together in fact let's relationship a, Schultz is better let's You'll have a group activity he'll do all the so. condescending shit and let it out on her <laughs> We got a group activity, so, babe. We got you want to do things together. You want to, you know. Yo, I don't know which me is better because I forgot what freedom is like. 
This motherfucker institutionalized. This is Andy Dufresne I'm over ready here. I'm ready this bitch. <laughs> now nah, you Andy, you got hope still, son. I'm red. These walls got comfy for me. So, I'm Brooks. You let me out. I'm liable to hang my fucking self. Nah, son. I'm going to see you on the beach in Mexico, bro. We got this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got this shit, bro. We're going to be living on the beach in Mexico, son. <laughs> That's what a relationship is. You know, you're here at first, these walls feel confining. Then you get used to them. Soon enough, you don't know what to do without them. Yo. That's a relationship. Son, that might be, bro. That's love, dog. It might be, right? Oh, they fuck. feed you three times a day. You'll be like, I think I'm happy. <laughs> I, think, I think this life is good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what a fucking life. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. What a life. It's Word. a good life. It's, it's a fun. good life, bro. It's it a good life. I mean, there's, you know, there's complications, but it's a good life. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a good life, you know. Yeah, it's, that's the I don't want to get yelled at when I get home line. No, no, no. That happens already. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yo, you know it's mad funny, son. It's mad funny. I was in a fight with my shorty. She raised her voice to me, and that shit cracked me up, bro. <laughs> she was like, because she was trying to like, you know how I mean, they be making bullshit-ass points, like thinking they're saying something, but they're not, because they're wrong, but they can't admit they're wrong. So... Oh, and she yeah. was like, and I was like, and I was like, I'm trying to operate on this hypothetical to understand. She's like, I understand. But what I was like, no, no, but just take this hypothetical situation that we got here. I understand. But if you would just let me finish. No, no, no. Before we even get there, let's just agree on what the terms of on a hypothetical. I, I will if we just let me. Babe, can we just say, let me fucking finish. <laughs> she just goes, let me fucking finish. She just raised her voice mad loud. And there's a beat. And I just went. <laughs> oh wow it sounds like you date a spanish girl son shout out to you you didn't man. throw a big number at her see what happened what's that mean oh yeah, yeah. babe one million. <laughs> oh, i forgot about that i gotta try that shit yeah, the number that, right bro. i gotta try that shit yeah bro but these girls can't find out about bop 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 yo lady assholes don't tell no other girls about bop 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 you're involved in bop 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 you could use that against your man too. You could ba ba ba. Okay. What would you do if your girl ba 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 you? I respect it. That would include her it. stop talking. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're ba ba ba, you're not talking. Yep. So we're good. I respect right? that shit. It's a win. It's a win. Why does your girl ba 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 you? No 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 no. I was trying to think if she did, how would I respond? I felt the smile of rage. I was just like, "Are you crazy, ba 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 me?" Like I didn't bring that to you, bitch. <laughs> nah, I mean, I think ba 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 ba. Go, go. That's 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 what I go. Go. When you try to take nah, some power back when someone's talking to you, you know what I mean? Like when somebody's giving you a talk. And you gotta act like you allowing them. <laughs> oh, okay. let me say, Linda. I, I have to say what I need to say, and then you be like, go. Fucked. I heard him do that to both of us. I know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What? Go. That's go. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Him in a relationship yeah. now, he's Yo, gonna take all you that. Gotta out. Take, you gotta take your power back when you have no power, right? That's all that is. Go. <laughs> all right, go. Say your piece. You know you're gonna say your piece. So I gotta sit here and take it. I might as well front like I'm allowing it. <laughs> say your little point. Say your little point. <laughs> Yo, it's therapy. We getting it all so out right now. Do your little nagging, get your way, do that little thing you do. We are getting it all out. <laughs> act like you empowering all that shit. So, I be catching myself when I do the woof. 
I get why wives kill their husbands, bro, because sometimes I find myself doing this shit where I'll be like, like, like you know, this voice where you're trying to get them to understand your point, and for some reason you think it'll be better to do that if you talk to them like they're four. <laughs> Yo, you know I mean? You're psycho. So like, what I'm trying to say is, if you see my eyebrows go up, like, <laughs> do you know, like clown eyebrow, you know, how, like clowns' eyebrows always way up here. Like, what I'm trying to say I don't is, know how to talk to you. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Like, how can I make you understand this? So, like, <laughs> like, baby, that's baby, not, baby, baby. And then baby. she's like, "Don't condescend." I'm like, "Well, you don't hear me talking normal, son. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice right now, baby." I'm trying to be patient, <laughs> baby. You can't let me be patient. I can't even be patient without being condescending. Oh, this is so Yo, good. you cannot win. This is so good. This is my favorite thing they say. Why do you always blame it? Why do you always blame everything on me? Because, because I don't do nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah. What's your what? How am I blame shit on me when I don't do nothing wrong? What I do? Pay for too much shit? <laughs> <laughs> that what I did? <laughs> Is it is it a problem how fast I put my credit card down at the dinner table? Oh, is that what upsets you? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that's good. It's and, and you know what it is like when you fuck up as a dude. Like once you realize it, at least for me, once I realize I fucked up, it ain't even a fight because it's just like you know you're right. You you should feel this way, and I agree with you. And then it's over. Yeah. So so when they go. When they're like, why is it that when we fight, it's always my fault? It's because I don't fight when I'm wrong. Yeah, we don't we, remember it. We, it, When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. When you're road. wrong, we fight because <laughs> you don't realize you're wrong. Right? It's like the fight is never about the issue. It's about you not realizing you're wrong. And I got to fight you until you realize you're wrong. Yo, this is so true. Right? I got to beach class you. So you won't. True. You refuse to be beach class. The second I realize that I'm beach class, I'm like, put me in a cup on the mantle. I'm ready. When she's wrong, it's just a, for her to be right, it's just a, her thing is a war of attrition. I'm going to just argue until you say I'm right, even though I'm not. Yes. That's how I'm going to win. I'm going to just wear you down. Yes. I can nag forever, and I know you can't take me a nag forever. But you know what you were wrong about? <laughs> I like to argue. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong one, honey. You got the wrong one because I got all day for this. <laughs> <laughs> My line is like, I hate arguing, but I love debating. We gonna debate. Bitch, we gonna debate. We gonna debate. That's my shit. <laughs> Oh, fuck. oh my god, son. Yo. Yeah, you know what you really can flex with, bro? Oh, what's that? You know when that guy said just so I think this might have been a Patreon thing. Some some asshole said if you're arguing with your girl, just say a big number yeah, instead yeah. of blah, blah, blah. That was great. Just say a big number, be like, three million four hundred and sixty-two. And she's like, what the fuck is that? Be like, the number of views I got in a video last week. <laughs> Let me be great, bitch. Yeah. Tired of this shit. Oh, uh, the amount of times I thought of you this week, that's what that was. <laughs> <laughs>
drowning you. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'd have to take you to a beach for that. <laughs> no, man. White girl be drowning motherfuckers in a bathtub. That's true. If they're related. <laughs> Son. Fuck, man. Best. Love y'all, man. That was the best. I don't know how we got here with Andrew Luck, but God bless you, Andrew Luck. <laughs> he traveled with his wife like a fucking idiot, man. That's true. This bitch can show a missing, son. Son, real talk. That guy got too many teeth. <laughs> you ever see him talk and you're like, man, get a couple of them out of here because it feels like your mouth is crazy, bro. Doesn't it? He oh, looked like man. Wolverine sort of kind of. Like, he looks like Down Syndrome Wolverine, yeah, 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 bro. Down Syndrome wow, Wolverine. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. Like he goes like out. this. <laughs> But, like, only, like, one of them comes out. Mad <laughs> gentle. Happy Wolverine. Hey, you guys! <laughs> hey, Storm! What are you guys doing today? Hi, Phoenix! Hey, Phoenix! Professor <laughs> Whoa, Cyclops! Your eyes are really red and hot. <laughs> he just falls on the ground. It's okay, guys. I recover quick. <laughs> Yo, how strong is Retard Wolverine? Son? Oh shit! Holy fuck, oh, That's shit. Superman strength right there. Son. Holy shit! My man is the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> he don't feel no pain. Every time you hit him, he just absorbs the energy. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> so maybe that's all Hulk is. <laughs> Oh, cause, cause, real talk, we've never seen a retard angry, <laughs> so we don't know how strong they get. Right? Retards are always happy, but imagine a retard looked at you like you took his ice cream, and he was like, "You don't want to see what happened. We're not getting angry." You know how the whole thing works so well, cause the way he talks, yeah, is a little tardy, it's son. Tardy, son. Oh my God! His his pants don't come down to his ankles. Shits are all ripped. <laughs> Motherfucker got no shoes on. You can't figure out why. <laughs> the guy. What the if guy it's not Hulk? What if it's just Hank? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a retard name, right? That's <laughs> exactly how I was saying. Hank oh. Smash! <laughs> Hank Smash! <laughs> Hank Angry! <laughs> So, oh my God. That's the dude from Green Mile, son. He just started <laughs> killing stuff. <laughs> he didn't even mean to kill him. Take my hand. <laughs> flagrancy is live and well, guys. The flagrancy is live and well. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Okay, What's so. What's more retarded, Andrew Luck? I'm sorry, the Incredible Hulk are taking your girlfriend on vacation for a year, son. Dude. I, it, dude. <laughs> dude. A year. I, it's just... She don't want that. Dude. Fucking year. You guys about to find that. You guys about, about to meet each other for real, for real, dog. Yo. You gonna meet each other, dog. 
You don't meet. Travel's a different level, man. That's like we are all we got. <laughs> Do you think Andrew Luck uh reacts the same way with his wife in arguments as he does when like players sack him? <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> it just hey, gets emotional. Hit, hey, that was a great point, babe. Great point. No, <laughs> really good idea. Really good job. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, um, shall we talk some deportitos? Yeah. Okay. Well, how do y'all feel about the fans booing him? I thought she was whack. I didn't want to grandstand as much as everybody else was, was but like corny. What were they booing though? What was the idea? Because he retired, and no. then they heard about it, and then he's just leaving the stadium, and they happen to see him, and they just start booing for him retiring. Ah, uh, but it was like, did I, they? I respect it. The fans? Yeah. Okay, go on, go on that. Oh, you guys you... might have to talk about this while I go poopals. I got to pee also, always. So. I got shit too. So hey. we put, take a pause and yeah. then come back? Okay. Yeah. Okay, we back. Uh, what we're going to do is uh, pay some bills because we got to do that. Um, and after that, we're going to hear Alex's theory about Andrew Luck. But it's a good thing that we're talking about football because what? Football season is upon us. Oh, is. And uh, it is a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is on the Jets. And Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. But one thing hasn't changed, and that's where you should put your money down on all the games, Akash. My bookie. That's where I'm gambling, Akash. Where are you gambling at? My bookie. My bookie. You know why? Because it's got better bonuses, more prop bets than any other sports book. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least 100,000 US dollars. You know what only costs $100 to enter? 100 to win 100,000. Not bad. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. That's kind of cool. There's betting on the betting. That's hot. Look, if you join now, you get up to a $1,000 first uh, deposit bonus. You see what I'm saying? They're doubling your first deposit up to $1,000. That's free money. They're giving you free money. I didn't. I mean, this is like the most no-brainer shit in the entire world. <laughs> Do you want free money? Use the promo code FLAGRANT to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.com today, okay? M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.com. And don't forget the promo code FLAGRANT when creating the account to claim the bonus. You need that promo code to get the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Let's get back. Alex, tell us about Andrew Luck, your theory. So before I do that, it's kind of funny how, you know, when a bunch of women are together, like they work in the office and their cycle synced up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We spend one night in a bed and now our shit schedule synced. <laughs> 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 Yo, that is so true. All of us. <laughs> we hang out too much. <laughs> okay, Al, so you, you were talking about Andrew Luck. So I just respect the fans for booing because I'm sure he's been thinking about this for a long time and to wait till right now before the season's about to start to retire I think was a dick move. So that was my question, right? It was does his timing hurt his team? My take is he's been hurt this whole time and he's probably been trying to come back and he's probably in the last like month maybe or maybe it was a thought gnawing away at him like maybe this ain't right. Maybe this is too much, but like he was going to be hurt regardless. He didn't just retire. Mm-hmm. He had a high ankle injury that wasn't getting really better. I was reading, you were reading little reports here and there that like it's not really getting better. And this is coming off of his crazy shoulder shit. Right. Where he got comeback player of the year last year. And I think that's why he was like, man, fuck, my body, I just don't think can take this anymore. 
How much of this is the fault of the Colts? Oh, I put it squarely on Jim Irsay. Explain that. So Jim Irsay, when, and this is to Peyton Manning's credit, when Peyton That's Manning the owner. was there. That's the Peyton, owner. Yeah, Jim Irsay is the owner of the Colts. Yep. And I think Not the coach. He hires GMs, but he's pretty involved, and right. he's kind of a fuckhead, and he's right. got arrested on drug charges and all that. But when Peyton Manning was a, the Colts quarterback, yep. he said a lot, maybe to the overall detriment of the team wins, but he was like, I want this weapon, I want that weapon, I want this weapon. Okay. My understanding is he had a lot of say-so. Andrew Luck seemed like he was just kind of like, I'll trust you guys to build the best team. The Colts never invested in an offensive line until last year. Right. Last year, Andrew Luck comes back healthy, plays great, but before that, he would get the shit kicked out of him every year. And if you don't protect your quarterback, why are you paying him all this money? Here's my question to you. Is Andrew Luck an idiot for being the good employee and go with what the organization says? And To a degree, you're fucking up if you do that. At a certain point, you got to speak up. It seems like, and I'm not going to say Kevin Durant is the exact same situation, but like, it seems like when you put the team ahead of yourself, right, which is what we want from all of our athletes, right? Yeah. Which is what we admire about them. Is we admire about Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Hey, yeah. you took less money. You did all these things. That being said, I don't think you can reward an organization that doesn't protect you. Yes. I think if you have an organization that protects you, like, for example, Tom Brady, I'll take less money. You know what? Want to know why? Because you guys every year have invested in the best protection possible for me. Yeah. So I've been able to play until I'm 42. Yep. You earn this discount. Yep. Because you you actually gave me 10 more years of productivity. My health is better. My health. Like, think about that. If you do a 10-year career, you're making 20 million a year. That's 200 million. If you have a 20 year career at 20 million, that's 400 million. You paid me an extra. You yeah. allowed me to make an extra $200 million because you protected me. You deserve a discount. You invested in my health. So I'm investing back in you. And back in you. Yeah. Symbiotic relationship. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, but when an organization makes absolutely no effort whatsoever to invest in your health, and it's kind of public, right? Like, yeah. You know they're not drafting offensive linemen. You watch every draft, and you're yeah. like, why do they keep drafting receivers? Like, that's not going to stop my ankle from being sprained, or that's not going to stop my shoulder from being fucked. Yeah. At certain point in time, I think you have to hold Andrew Luck accountable. I think you have to say, this isn't the Colts' fault. This is Andrew Luck's fault. He didn't demand. He didn't demand what he needed from yeah, his organization. Stops with you. At the end of the day, we always accept responsibility for whatever goes wrong in our life. That's yes. how it has to be. Like yes. if you bomb a show, you have to put the blame on you. Yes. But like the Colts are also. I remember they traded a second round draft pick for some cornerback, Vontae Davis, who wasn't even that good. Mm-hmm. You traded a second round draft pick. That's a great place to get like a good guard. Mm. Matter of fact, they got a great guard in the second round last year. I'm pretty sure. Guard so is an offensive, offensive line. lineman yeah, yeah. who protects you, guards yeah. you. Literally, yeah. what yeah. the, the term is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're, they just yeah. fucked around in the draft every year, it seemed like. They didn't have a good line until last year. Yeah. Last year's comeback player of the year. If you did this five years ago, you he's have the best quarterback still in the league. playing. Yeah, and he's the best quarterback. You have the, the best. You might, I mean, outside of Brady. He's but, up there. He's, he's in that class. Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, Wilson. I think if he's healthy mm-hmm. for this whole time, I think yeah. he's in that conversation. It's. <sighs> It's like it's really mind-boggling to me, man. It's like it's not like you. It'd be one thing if that, or if you're part of an organization that never had a, an elite quarterback yeah. with tons of potential. It'd be one thing if you were part of an organization that never invested in a quarterback right. and saw what an elite quarterback can do for you and how it can help you win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But you literally saw it. Fifteen years. Just had Peyton Manning. It's and like, the only reason Peyton Manning left injury. 
neck injury. So why not keep investing in protecting the quarterback? Because if he's healthy, he's good to go. I did, it is an odd thing. And look, the Colts could go on and win three Super Bowls, and then I'll shut the fuck up forever, and we were wrong about Andrew Luck. My suspicion is that that doesn't happen. No, I, don't, I think they're done. Kobe Brissett or whatever, I'm not impressed by. I'm not yeah. saying he's going to be bad, but yeah. like, I was impressed by Andrew Luck. Yeah, he can do just, everything. It is it is an interesting. There are few things you can control in life, but you can control the way people treat you. Yeah, uh, meaning you not the way people treat you, but you can decide. You can allow them to treat you a certain way or not. <clears throat> yeah, you can dictate how they treat you. For example, if you let someone treat you a way that you don't like and don't do anything about it, they will continue to treat you that yeah. way. If you don't allow that, and that doesn't mean you punching them in the face. Right. That just means that you are making a statement on how you would like to be treated in a certain situation. That dictates how you are treated after that. Is that a way you can negotiate a contract? Like, look, I I don't have to be the highest paid quarterback in the league, but I need to know, damn near in writing, if not verbally, with this money you save, you are getting this like a top dollar lineman. I would not lineman. be surprised if you saw contracts extended past personal gain in other words i would hey especially because there's a is there a salary cap and yes okay. hard salary cap like the nba no has no no these... no. i mean like a uh, per player no so that's no max, tricky no max contract so that's tricky because there's no max contract in football you can just keep on asking for more money yes. and uh, you know to fill the void of inconvenience yeah let's say that the max a player could be paid was 20 million dollars right right you know that, like LeBron, you're worth more than $20 million to the franchise. Right. Right? Um, so you have to get other things in your contract to justify the discount that the organization is getting on your value. Right. So what I would ask for, if I'm Andrew Luck or any player, I'd be like, listen, you're getting me for $20 million. You know if there was a free market, I'm $40 million. Right. You get $20 million off. So what you're going to do with that other $20 million, I'm going to dictate how you spend that. Right. Meaning, next year's draft, you have to, with your third pick, draft a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, that could be looked at as like bossy and this, that, the other. But you could make the argument that you need a Pro Bowl lineman or something like yeah. You could find ways where you need your protection because clearly the organization, or you just dip from the organization. That organization did not give a fuck about Andrew Luck's health. Yeah. So fuck them. Stop being this smiley, goody two shoes fucking guy. That's your life. Everything you work for, you're just gonna smile away. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Stand up, dog. Fuck that, dude. I don't think that's wrong. And I. So here's the thing with because there's no max salaries, quarterback salaries are taking a huge percentage of the overall cap. Yeah. Like it's a hard cap in the NFL. Yeah. So there is no exception in which you can go above the cap. Right. There's no Larry Bird rule. Blah blah blah. Right. But also quarterbacks like Russell Wilson's getting 35 million a year. And I think the cap is like $160 million for the whole team. So, so you're you got getting 53 roster spots. 25%. And 25% or whatever is going to you directly. Wow. So you could say, look, I'll take $28 million a year, but I need to know this extra $7 million is going toward protecting me. And that will pay off for both of us. And isn't that what Brady did? I think so. Mm. And I, maybe it wasn't written into the contract, but maybe it was... Understood. Understood. Um, and a guy like Brady has such great communication with the organization and such great trust. Like, you, if you're Brady, you don't even need to say anything to Belichick. You could say, listen, I'm going to take less. 
I trust you to do the right thing with that money. And Belichick is going to go, all I do is the right thing with money. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. You, oh, you not even, they don't even like each other, but I'm sure Belichick is like, you just need a good offensive line to protect your quarterback to win. Because I like winning, and yeah. you help me win when you're protected. 100%. So it's like, don't be an Andrew Luck. Yeah. Do not be an Andrew Luck. Yeah. Be a fucking dick, because history will remember the wins. Yeah. Nobody remembers the, 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 the shit talker that Larry Bird was. Right. Nobody remembers the pain in the ass, pesky, foul you hard. Nobody remembers Magic Johnson got a coach fired. Nobody remembers mm. when he got a championship winning coach fired. Yeah. They won a championship. You're right. And then he got the coach fired immediately afterwards. Yep. That is the biggest douche. That's why he got AIDS. <laughs> no, but that's the biggest douchebag move in the fucking world. Yeah. But he won. Won. I think that is the move, but you can only do that move with organizations you trust. You cannot do that with move with organizations where which are going to have a new GM every two years, a new fucking head coach every three years. Like, yeah, I can't put my faith in this GM if it's not here next year, and my contract nope. is already now. Yeah. Now I got this cheap ass contract that I got to live up to, yeah. and the GM that I agreed to the shit with ain't even there still. The sad thing is they just got a good GM for Andrew Luck last year. Then he got a great offensive line. Now he's hurt. That's some shitty luck this guy had. If they got this guy Doug Ballard four or five years ago, he'd mm. be fucking. Mm. I think he could, man, he can do everything. Mm. He's like Aaron Rodgers, but he's actually built more stocky than Andrew Rodgers. It's, Aaron it, Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, he must have taken a real, he must have taken a real punishment because he actually is built more similarly to Russell Wilson yeah. than he is to like a Matt Ryan or any of these like kind of like slim, lanky guys yeah. that you could see. Yeah. He's, he looks like he's built for it. Yeah. Just makes me sad. Real sad. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, there's last football story I was thinking is there's more Antonio Bryan helmet drama if we want to keep talking about it. Well, I want to know about the Big Ben thing. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, I just want to point out that I was right about that helmet, that he did try to paint his old helmet. Yo, yeah, he said it as a joke. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. He's like, why don't you just paint the old one? But he said, why don't you just bring your Pittsburgh helmet? Yeah. And we thought that he meant literally wear the colors. Yeah. But you meant like change the. Yeah, just bring the old one that you like and just paint over it because it was grandfathered in. If he was. And you guys called me fucking a retard what? for that shit. Here's the thing if he was smart, he wouldn't have done that in practice. Just practice with the helmet they want. And then game day, you wear your old helmet and it's not a big deal. He's a fucking idiot. He created this big marketing hoopla about it. The news went, now they're going to look at every detail of his fucking helmet on game day mm. to make sure he did it. If I was saying, I'd be like, yes, absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Thank you guys for helping us. Hey, paint that helmet just like the game day helmet. We should 100% do this. Da, 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 this way. Hey, the buckles are a little bit different. Just put the new buckles on it. Make it look as close to similar as we possibly can. Oh, I love this helmet. Thank you, NFL. You're the best. Wait, do the whole season. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah, you're you're speaking logically, but if you see his hair, I don't think he's a logical I think, person. I, yeah, I don't. You know what? To that point, if you see his hair, I think he just wants attention. Ah, yeah. uh, I can't. You just go to shut or whatever the company is and be like, "Hey guys, make a helmet for me that I like that fits these yeah. standards." You're a, you don't think the Raiders will be throw massive money behind that? Yeah, you are a marquee player on a team that is moving cities. Yep, that needs marquee players. Yeah, he has all the leverage. Yeah, he has all the leverage, but he don't use it because I think he just wants to draw. He just wants the attention. Why? Yeah, attention is a fucking drug, man. Why the fuck? Why the fuck 
has he allowed the media narrative about him to be he's a dick? And why has he leaned into that? I, I don't... Did Pittsburgh put that out there? Did didn't Deion Sanders kind of have that same shit? No, but we love Deion. Deion at least had like so. Let's say Deion had like the negative. Well, you probably know more intimately because you were with the Deion, Cowboys. My my recollection of Deion is it's all about me, but never at the expense of the team. When Deion didn't play for a long stretch with the Cowboys, he had turf toe, which we didn't realize at the time is like a fucking nasty yeah, injury. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Like that was it. He was hurt if he wasn't playing. And then, like, it was never, hey, I'm holding out because you don't... A fucking helmet restriction is like... And it's... Here's the thing. If it was not safe enough, people would publicly get behind you. But it's... The NFL is... It's bullshit, but they're trying to, quote-unquote, make it safer. So the perception is, okay, I get that you're trying to make... This helmet isn't safe enough, but I want it. Right. So we can't even get behind you on a fuck the NFL for safety issues thing. You know what I mean? It's literally, you want the less safe helmet? Yeah. I can't get behind this. Dion was, I'm a score, I'm I'm dancing, I'm whatever, but I also shut down the entire field and then I don't distract the team like this, not negatively. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's never the, it's it's me and the team are equal, but it's never me over the team, okay. the perception of it. Right. And you, I imagine you were okay with the off-the-field antics because you knew once the whistle blew, it's prime time. Which you can say for AB too, yeah. but like, He's not going to cause dissension but in the can locker you, room. can you say that that's the case? Because remember, didn't he get into some tiff with Ben Roethlisberger? Yes. And then well, they he, sat him down? And he didn't like the Juju Smith-Schuster was voted team leader or whatever the fuck. And so he sat out the last game. Dion didn't do that shit. Exactly, right? So, like, Dion had his off-the-field antics. But when he was on the field, it's game time. Yes. Why don't athletes get this? All you have to do is show up. And do your fucking job, and we don't even care if you're murdering people. Alex, whatever his name is. Ray what was Lewis. It? Ray Lewis. Alex Hernandez. Hernandez? Is Aaron, that? Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> like, they're just out there murdering people, but when they showed up and they practice hard, yeah. do you mean, you're out all night murdering, and you come in, <laughs> you're there early, you're doing your suicides, you're doing your, your drills, you're, 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 you, you know you're prepared to play, and we look the other way about it. AB practices hard too. Apparently, he practices the hardest. It's just, it's just at the. Why are you causing a dissension? To same shit. Mm-hmm. To was a fucking fanatic when it came to nutrition. When it came to yeah. work, he was a beast. Yeah, but he always caused dissension in the locker room. It's yeah. always me at the expense of the team. Dion would apparently go into meetings, team meetings, with his headphones on. He'd show up late, and he would just be like, "I'm point to the screen and be like, I'm taking care of that side of the field," and then he wouldn't listen to anything. <laughs> but it's never getting leaking out to the media. It's never of him in interviews calling out teammates. Mm-hmm. It's never him fucking. It never feels like it's at the expense of the team. Mm. I didn't know that until years later. Mm. It just felt like, yeah, Dion loves himself, but that's it. He still loves the team. Yeah. When it's game time, he's not causing any problems. We're good. I mean, like, ugh, it's just so shocking to me. It's so shocking to me that there's not some. I guess what happens is when you get to a certain level where you don't have people that can check you and be honest with you and like tell you. You know, he, it's yeah. just like... He's being rewarded for it to a large degree. He's fucking being... Re- we're talking about him. Yeah. They want this fucking attention, dog. It's like, you can't just wait for the season to start when we're going to say you're the best wide receiver in the league, hands down, every week. That's all the conversation is during the... Dude, during the week... Wait a minute. Hold on. 
No, no. A B was getting touchdowns. It was Julio Jones that wasn't getting touchdowns. Julio Jones, yeah. Okay, I was Jones trying to say like maybe that's caused the anxiety. That's why he uh, needs to be well, spoken so about. Here's what's tough about you ever played? Did y'all play like just football out in the yard or whatever the fuck yeah. in New York on the streets? Yeah. If you're not getting the ball or a receiver, it's so fucking frustrating. It yeah. drives you insane. Yeah. A huge game for a receiver. He touched the ball eight, eight times. Eight times. Eight times huge. is a big game. That's a wow. big game. And you're running plays, dog. Plays, I'm blocking, I'm out here. And that's a it's a it's a position where you want attention. You score, yeah. you like attention. So not getting the ball and wanting attention is a bad mix. And not getting the ball. And they don't have less competitiveness. No. But imagine you're equally competitive, but you can't control whether you'll be able to contribute. Yeah. Like, that would drive me it fucking nuts. That's why I like playing point guard in basketball. Because I felt like I could dictate the game and help the team win even if I wasn't scoring at least I know yeah. I'm part of the play you're involved you're touching the ball and who else has these fucking big attitudes often outside of football bigs Shaq had a oh, big yeah. fucking attitude yeah. if he wasn't getting his touches yeah. it was a problem yeah. if I don't get the ball if, if you aren't delivering me to rock yep. in the post it's a problem yeah and there is a vulnerability to not being in control of your fucking destiny, I guess. Yeah. And imagine having to deal with that shit as a quarterback. Imagine looking at your wide receiver like, you know I want you to catch the ball. Right. Like, do you think I'm purposely avoiding throwing the best guy on the team the ball? Yeah. I made the best decision I could before I got a concussion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I am sacrificing my relationship with my family <laughs> to get you to ball, and I'm a little bit off with my throw as a 300-pound man is charging at my chest to permanently change the way that I walk for the rest of my life, trying to get to the ball, and it's a little off, and you got to come back and bark at me with a blonde mustache? <laughs> You're lucky I don't punch you in your fucking mouth. You yeah. are lucky I don't punch you in your fucking mouth. Bruh, so frustrating. I get both sides. Even as a cornerback, you can be a prima donna or whatever, but like if I if I don't see any action, that's a sign of respect. Exi- so I still feel rewarded. They didn't even throw the ball at How, this motherfucker. You know, you know better. Yeah. You know better. That is, like you said, ultimate. Yeah. If they're go if you have five blocks in a game, that means they don't respect your ass. Yeah. That was trying you. Yeah. But you you still involved, you still did your job, whatever. But as a cornerback, you can even not see the no action, mm-hmm. and that's a sign of that's the ultimate respect. They won't even look at me. That's the thing about interceptions being a misleading stat. Yeah. If you got tons of interceptions, they was trying you, dog. They're trying you. Mm. They was trying you, dog. Mm. You know what I mean? If oh, you got no, yo, if you look at the elites, elite guys, they might not have that many interceptions. That's what, yeah. The zone guys, I think, do right. Like the Maybe. the what is it, Sherman? Richard Sherman, like, yeah, because if you're playing zone, you can actually like um, in certain coverages you can jump the ball or like there's there's different ways. Obviously, I don't know as much about football, but like uh, there's different ways to impact the play when you're in a zone because you can leave your guy. That makes sense. I don't know enough about zone defense, but I think you're just covering an area. Yeah, it's you're on you're in an area, so you can jump a route knowing full well you got a little coverage in the back. Where if it's Revis Island yeah. is one on one. I can't jump that. Yeah. Cause who's got that's touchdown city. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it, it's just, as I, a young fan, I didn't get that. Cause Dion, when he signed to the Cowboys, big money, he wouldn't get interceptions like that. And I was yeah. like, this guy sucks. Yeah. And then people had explained to me, no, they're not even looking at this guy. That's how good he is. It's not even an option to throw over there. 
you throw on over there, you're taking a big chance. Don't do it. Dude, it's like a great counterpuncher in boxing. It's like, why is there no action in this Floyd fight? Because every time they try to throw, Floyd crushes them with a fucking overhand right. So they get hesitant. So there's no action. And Floyd's just waiting on the throw. Hey, throw, baby. I'm here. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm not running. Right. right I'm literally right. right in front of you waiting yeah. for you to throw. Yeah. So... Uh, anyway, interesting, interesting. What else? What else we got? Two Actually, let's pay one more uh, okay, bill, and then uh, then we knock out another one. You want to hit this one up, man? Because yep. I saw you had the headphones in today. Oh, I saw shit. you had them headphones in today. Raycon. It is 2019, and everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. If you got wires in, you look like a fucking dork. <laughs> Straight up, nobody respects you. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, there are pairs that cost hundreds of dollars. We're not going to name names, but you know they're not that great. You got to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbud on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebs like Snoop are already obsessed. Uh, Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game. They're super comfortable. They're easy to take anywhere. They fit. They don't fall out. You had told me this. The other ones, every headphone earbud I've ever had always falls out of my ear except these. Um, so some wireless options uh, are... Not that stylish. They stick out, man. There's, everybody can see them. These are discreet. There's no dangling stems, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. um, they offer their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors at an unbeatable price. So go buy Raycon. Go to Raycon.com slash flagrant2 to get 20% off your order. That's not a small discount. Go do that. And again, that's not the promo code. That's baked into the website. Yep. So you just do Raycon. What is it? Buyraycon.com slash flagrant for 20% off your Raycon earbuds. Uh, if you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get them one more time. www.buyraycon.com slash flagrant. There we go. There, damn, you were good at that, son. Oh, thank you, I got you. got to do more of these reads, bro. Got you, dog. I got you. Let's um, Yo, so there's some there's some cool news for Akash. Akash is extending the tour. You got more dates going. I got more oh, dates, shit. son. Talk about it. Talk about it. Shouts to TJ. He knows who he is. Uh, we got a date coming up in, I'm going to get the exact date soon, but we got. Uh, I'm going to be in Philly in February at Helium Comedy Club. I'm going to be back in San Francisco. Uh, we're doing a small joint soon, but I'm going to be back there in January for two shows. Uh, San Jose, actually. And then I'm doing Sacramento. I'm doing a one-nighter also. And uh, there is... Do we have links coming. for this? Yeah, we're going to have to take the links up soon. Good. So this is, um, and shouts to TJ, man. That's um, our agent, um, and he's the best, man. Come on, come on, man. Always, bro. You know you part of this team, man. So it's like we gotta build, we gotta build things that are different. And um, but it's just so cool to see you doing these things, man. Because when we start, you know, like when we started comedy. I think it's so important to like reflect and this is no matter what business you're in. I don't give a fuck if you work at your, you know, consulting firm job or whatever like that. Like when you start it, you imagine what life is going to be like in the future. Right. And you don't stop imagining what life will be like in the future as you progress. Right. Yeah. You always keep that vision ahead of you. So oftentimes you miss the shit that you're in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like you're driving on the highway, you see some big mountain range, and you're like, oh, man, I bet that's just going to be beautiful when we get there. And then you get right in the mountain range, but you're still looking forward, and you're like, yo, you see that lake over there? Yeah. I bet that's just going to be beautiful when we get there. Right. And you keep driving, and you forget to notice how fucking beautiful shit is. Good way of putting it, yeah. Right? So it's like 
when we started comedy and we're both thinking, oh, man, it's going to be so sick when we're out here playing the clubs and just yeah. hitting the fucking road and right. being comics. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. It was cool for me when I started that. And I'm excited for you to, Dude, it's exciting. to for you to do that and, like, just see that happen and, like, the fact that we could build that. Putting up the clips. Clips are getting numbers. The uh, I have a, a video trying to teach white people how to say namaste. Mm. It got 300,000 views on Twitter in like two days. It's at 300,000 on Oh, gosh, man. I'm telling you, you're going to be that guy because I think like India is just such a massive market, you know, because these all these people got the internet, they but they don't have shit to make content with in the right. same way that we do. Right. Whereas like an American will buy a DSLR, DSLR camera and then just you know, or even their iPhone that got 4K on it and post shit. In India, motherfuckers are still poor. Yeah. They ain't got $1,500 to buy camera that gear and shit. cheap and that's it. Right? Yeah. So it's like, but they still want this distraction. Yep. So you got 2 billion people, whatever percentage of have cell phones now, mm-hmm. and they're looking to be reflected in their art. And who's a cooler Indian? You're the coolest Indian. Yeah, I might be. You are. <laughs> who's cooler? <laughs> Like I don't know. I honestly can't. You cool it in Aziz for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who else is there? So it's like, in terms of cool, there are guys that are really good, but in terms of cool, yeah. So it's like you want to be reflected in that. Yeah. And then once they see the art, once they see what you fucking do, I and, think it's gonna be big, man. And shouts to the assholes for always commenting. That shit has helped so much with the algorithm and IG and everything. And they I don't think they try to take my post down and throttle it down if it's not for the love that it's getting and the asshole oh, yeah. supporting. If so there's nobody watching, they don't give a fuck. Yes. That's, it's like you don't gotta you don't gotta take a post down if nobody knows it's there. Yeah. You only gotta take posts down that are popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so so that's, good. Appreciate the assholes. Please keep it up. I'm gonna keep posting videos every Thursday and just keep doing it, man. Showing love, guys. Also, Appreciate Matador you. tour, man. Thank y'all so much, Chicago. That was fucking unreal, man. Thank you, Abby Sanchez, who is the host. Mark Agnon, uh, obviously featuring. And then Toby McMullen shot some cool videos that video for us. video was so fucking sick. It was sick, man. Toby, we might have to do some things with Toby, man. So, But thank you, everybody in Chicago, for coming out. That was magical. You um, know what's cool about that video is it captures how big it's all getting. Yeah, you know what crazy? I mean? Like yeah. you you talk about it on the podcast and you can try to visualize it but the Chicago video yeah. was the one that I was like, "Oh, this is what it's, it's like." Different now. Yeah. Now yeah. I see it's different. You know what's interesting is the fashion video really showed that to a lot of people yeah. because you know like it just exposed it's so easy to be like, "I'm at this show or I'm at this theater," but people don't recognize they don't like correlate a show or a theater to an actual theater for whatever reason. They're just like, oh, he's in Chicago. Oh, he's in Memphis. But fashion is this thing that's just popular, right? Like, yeah. for whatever reason, is people watch it. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, having the jump in the crowd thing as part of fashion, fashion brings them in, and then they see what we're doing, and they're like, oh, shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like Rogan texts me about the fashion video. He's like, yeah. bro, those fashion videos are, are incredible. They're the fucking greatest, man. Uh, that's the most fun thing to make. Son, it's so and fucking that, good. Yeah. And we got another one that we already yeah, yeah, yeah. shot. We yeah. can't tell y'all about it, but it's hot. <laughs> anyway, um, so Mador Tour, man. We're going to be in Russia. Hopefully, we make it back from that alive. And then we're going to go to Australia. That's going to be fun. We'll be there for a couple weeks, man. And uh, then we're coming back, and you know we got more shows. We keep adding. TheAndrewSchultz.com. Go get them tickets. I think New York is almost sold out. Only a few left, so get that. Boston, same thing. Like, Go get them shits right now. 
And um, don't wait because it always happens, man. Y'all wait, and then there's nothing we could do. Same. The oh. coo- yeah, the coolest thing about Chicago was after we sold out both of the theater shows, we did a pop-up show. I saw that, too. That was some rock star shit. That was so cool, man. And really, to be honest, like, the inspiration for that is Chappelle. Like, I always loved that Chappelle would just be in the city and be like, I want to do a show tonight. And then yeah. in a in a day, the shit is sold out. Yeah. And, like, that's what we did. Yeah. We're like, hey, we're going to be there Thursday. Should we do a show? Yes. Yeah. Like, it was just... Anyway, so cool. Uh, anyway, but go on. Yo, real quick, I got Houston September 6th, Austin September 7th and 8th. Anybody who's a shooter, asshole, camera people, sound people, holler at me. I think we know some people in, in Austin or Houston. We'll, we'll connect y'all. Appreciate but you. But yeah, yeah. Um, city I'm in. Yeah, man. So, but yeah, let's talk about some more things before we, we uh, get out of here. Yo, uh, we got to get this episode up because... I know we got to get this episode up because uh, we already a little late today. Sorry about that, man. We were doing things yesterday. Team USA lost... You said they wouldn't. They lost a scrimmage. Not a real First game. First loss in 78 games, though. But it's a scrimmage. Have you seen the squad? There's <sighs> motherfuckers I swear to God I've never heard of. On this <laughs> like, like... <laughs> I don't, can you pull up the Team USA roster, Alex, please? Because there's literally... I don't even remember their name. They're so fucking... It just sounds like some generic-ass white guy. Yeah. <laughs> this team is not even a four-seed in the West. It's like it's not a good team. Interesting. The best players are Kemba Walker and Chris Middleton. Yeah, that's not that's and not, not a good luck. I'm not disrespecting them, but like that's not a good luck. That's not an international that's dominate not a, you squad. That's not a good look. And on some level, I understand completely who we got here. All right, Jalen Brown, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma's out. Who's out because he's hurt? Joe Harris. I don't know who that is. White boy. Nice at threes. There should be no white dude on Team USA. <laughs> you not Larry Bird. Be out, bro. This is the Christian Leitner on the roster. First of all, I think that's absolutely hilarious. I guarantee the only reason he's there, I think he was the guy who won the three-point contest this year. Okay. And I think the only reason here is because the FIBA three is shorter, is closer, and you could play zone in international. Uh, so they're like, yo, we need to surround this shit with some shooters. Mm-hmm. Give me some white boys. Also, you're playing against non-Americans, so white boys can guard them. Oh, interesting. Right? Interesting. I think that's the reasoning. That being said, I 100% support your no white guys on Team USA. It's a, it's a real problem. It is a real problem. Thaddeus I'd rather Young win. was on the team. My, what's Miles Turner? He good, but like, come on, Yeah, son. yeah. No, it's, it is, um, yeah, it feels like a DC movie. Yo, ah. right? You're like, <laughs> like Yo. the Avengers came comes out, right? And that's what we're used to. And all of a sudden, you're like, well, we got Suicide, suicide squad. squad, and it's like, well, commit suicide already, yeah. dog. We don't have <laughs> to deal about none of this shit. No, Yo, Joker yourself, fam. <laughs> no, you start rooting for the Joker. That's how <laughs> shitty DC characters are. Is that you root for them to die? Yo, you bro. root for the bad guy in DC to kill the superheroes. Hundred percent. That being said, I still don't think we lose. I truly don't think we lose. I'm not, dog. I'm I, I, impressed yeah. by this team, though. And you know what? If you're a player on Team USA right now, you're one of these these like bums that's on our team, this is your time to get a contract. Meaning, if you are if you show... Uh, show out, and somebody will notice. Remember, like, every World Cup, there's some random star from some African squad, World Cup of Soccer, right. that, like, kills... And then every all of a sudden, or like it's from a Costa Rican squad or some shit like that. There was like I think Chicharito was one of the guys from Mexico, and like people knew he was nice. Right. But when he bodied motherfuckers on the international stage, mm-hmm. I think Manchester United was like, "Yo, we need that." Yeah, 
cough up the bread. This is why we kept thinking Mello was still good. That's true. That's a great fucking point. He we held on to out, he would Mello go out for there and show out. He's like, oh, he still got it. Yo, real talk. <laughs> Mello should be on. If I'm Mello, you really want to play? Oh, you really want to play? You want to prove that you could play? That's hot. This is the perfect system for you. First of all, zone so you can shoot over it. The three-point line is shorter because the NBA is out of your range, but the FIBA one is right in your range. Yeah, They're not athletic, range. so you can play defense. You're not athletic. You're playing against Lithuanians and shit like that. You're going to yep. be fine. This is the perfect – if you really want to say, I still got it, and you want to showcase that to the world, check your ego, play here. You'll be the OG. You'll be the only four-time – I think this will be his fourth – Yeah. Fourth Olympic gold. Right. Son, how are you not even there? That's a no-brainer, bro. You could get in over Joe Harris, I think. Nah, <laughs> not. I'm Man. not saying you're as useful, but <laughs> you could get in there. I remember Melo balling out in one Team USA. Yeah, it was when he scored uh, like 37 points on like uh, 17 shots or something. Like He just didn't miss. It was just three after three after three. It was three. 2008. Olympic Melo. That's yeah, where that, that's Olympic Melo came from 11, 12 years ago. We're still holding on to this. Mm. One summer he died. He was incredible. 11 years ago. And that was the whole thing. It's like, if he's a catch-and-shoot guy, the whole conversation we were having was, oh, when he's on a team with LeBron, he has to play a role. Yeah. And I think Kobe was on that team, too. Yeah. He has to be... Kobe was the alpha of that team. Yeah, so Kobe's the alpha. And LeBron was just so physically superior, he had to show yeah. some respect. So he just played his role, came off picks, and just splashed. Yeah. And he was the most dominant player on that team. He was the best, he was the most effective player right. on that team. And this fucking idiot couldn't just come into the NBA and replicate it. That's all you would have to do. That's literally all you would have to do. What a fucking idiot. Now you're working out in Chris Brickley's gym, posting Instagram clips like me. You trying to get into the NBA with the Schultz blueprint. <laughs> I got new three pointers every week on my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> hey, any teams? Any teams want to sign me? You know what I mean? Well, what happens with me? You don't get signed. You keep doing it yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yo, let me ask you a question about Chris Brickley. Who's the guy he really developed? Who was his? Like Tim Grover, Jordan, Jordan. Kobe, Dwayne Wade. That's a fucking squat. Interesting. Work with Barkley. Interesting. What is you know, work so with LeBron a bit? What is your theory? I don't, we've really bought into this guy. And I'm not saying he's trash. I'm curious. I'm actually asking, who's the guy that, for me, proves what everybody else is saying? or what? Is the, it possible, and I'm just throwing this out here, is it possible that he could be innovative in his uh, approach to the offensive game in the same way that D'Antoni is innovative, yet they don't have the... Uh, ring or pedigree to what to justify approach? it because when I, f I follow him on Instagram right I want to be right proven like, I don't know enough to say but I just watch his clips and I'm like oh I'm working with this guy we I'm need with to this have guy. him on here and I can arrange that I'm, I'm, I would love it yeah let's have him on there let's let's have him on here because I guarantee you if players are going to that gym which is a small gym yeah on the west side of New York that is kind of like open to the public to watch a little bit it's it's very one LeBron inconvenient to get there they all play there yeah they all play there so i it, saw canter here yeah, son, yeah. Son, they're all there it's it is the pickup gym but here's the thing it's not a good gym it's too small right. they have to play four on four there's like a lot of issues with this so 
There's a reason everybody's going. It has to be outside of marketing. Um, I, well, we have to figure out what I his contribution is. I just need to know. I'm going to ask is. Carl Lentz. Carl knows him. Okay. And okay. and and I mean, look, I'm sure the kid. Listen, you know, looks, race, all these things play into everything. I'm not trying to like blame shit. I'm just saying it's to what degree do they play into it. The guy's interesting looking, right? He has the yeah. leg sleeve tattoos. Yeah. He looks like a cool white boy. So you're yeah. like, okay, what? There's this cool looking kind of white boy who's working with these like famous uh, shooters. If I'm some young white kid that likes basketball, I'm curious. I'm like, well, what does he know? I assume he's dope because he works with all these guys. And he looks kind of cool. He's swagged out. Swagged out. So I'm like, yo, there must be something to him if these these huge ass black dudes buy into this white dude with leg tattoos basketball theory. Right. So let's. So maybe there's something there. Maybe it's a perfect storm. Who knows? He doesn't even look like a basketball player to me. He looks like a fucking basis for Green Day. Yeah, he looks like he works at Supreme. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like. (laughs) Clearly. So I'm like, yo, for all these guys to buy in, there got to be something. No, no, we're going to figure that out. We're going to figure that out. We're going to figure that out real quick. Um, All right, let's let's talk about a couple more things, and then we got to run out of here. You see James Harden working on his one legged three pointer? So Harden had an interesting thing. where he said he wants his like step back to be the equivalent of Michael Jordan fade away, yeah. uh, Kareem skyhook, like people who have had legendary influence on the game. I love that. I, I, and it is a fucking great move. And it is it has become ubiquitous with shooting. Yeah. Right. This is what people do. They'll do these little side steps. It is unguardable. It is unguardable as long as they don't call to travel. Yeah. Which I don't believe it is. No. Um. So I think that's awesome. I don't understand the competitive advantage of the one-legged three. Well, I don't understand what that offers. I think it's like a fadeaway three, essentially. But, I saw him shoot it. You yeah, you it? saw. I saw him shoot it. I think it looked like almost the Drew League gym or some shit like that. Yeah. But he's like running. I, I, I didn't understand why it was so important to shoot that off of one leg. It, maybe it allows you to like be in motion so you don't have to like stop and collect these guys are gonna notice so much shit we don't notice like right. I guess with comedy like I noticed the minutiae of it so right, maybe there's right, something right, right, like right, right, maybe right, a step right. back you need such a big step back this you can do quicker like the, the one like a three you don't have to like pop all the way back and take an right. extra it saves you fractions of a second maybe and, you're just and you don't have to stop and give the defense a chance to catch yeah, up yeah. you're still moving away from the defender right. as you're shooting if he can shoot it at a high clip I mean I'm excited yeah I'm very excited. What did you think of Harden's uh, argument that the media created a narrative that it wasn't going to be him that won the MVP, and that's why he didn't win it? That he had an historic season, he should have won the MVP. I don't know, man. Whatever. You get bounced in the was first, second round, right. second round. At the end of the day, like you could complain, but you got to win. Yeah, I don't like. What you want? Two MVPs and no finals appearances? Cool. Mm. Why you care about the MVP so much, dog? Maybe that's your problem. Yeah, what I remember with if you have two MVPs, to me as a guy who's not, I don't really want to love James Harden. Yeah, I look at him, I'll be like, okay, well you got two MVPs, and then in Game Seven of the Conference Finals against a dynasty, yeah. you bricked every three, at home, and in Game Six you were up three two. Chris Paul went out, who's not nearly the player you are, and you couldn't carry the team to a win. One win in two tries. That's a that's a great point. So that's you get your second MVP. I'm gonna still remember that. Does James Harden have some mellow in him? He might. Any player who doesn't sell out on defense, it's you can you can kind of throw a little mellow thing at him. Where it's like he got enough videos of him playing a horrible defense that yeah. there's you can you can craft a mellow narrative about him pretty easily. He's a better player for sure. 
Yeah, no doubt he's better, but remember when Chauncey said that shit about Melo? Yeah. I'm wondering if James... I'm wondering if, if an MVP season for James is good enough. Right? Like, I'm wondering if... That might be unfair, but I think a couple more seasons where it seems like he's putting up crazy numbers and they don't win and he seems to... Like, I think there's there's got to be something else to do besides another offensive move this offseason, right? Couldn't you theoretically be like, I've dedicated this offseason to defense or <laughs> distributing? <laughs> and I don't mean that like an asshole. I mean, like, I would buy, if James Harden, I heard saying that, I'd be yeah. like, oh, shit, James wants to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. you're like, oh, I'm working on a one-legged three, it's like, bro, you're already one of the greatest offensive <laughs> players ever. <laughs> we need this for I've dedicated this offseason to a one-legged three. Wait, that's what you thought your game was missing? <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were shooting off too many legs? That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you thought needed to be changed. Is his his one leg three? That's what's keeping of... you from a ring, huh? <laughs> Two feet, guys. I swear to God, if I was able to shoot off a one leg last year <laughs> in those playoffs, I mean, I know I'm so exhausted I can't shoot off two. But why don't I bring all my weight Yo. on one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just make offense harder, so I'm more tired on not trying for defense. It's like you couldn't get elevation off of two legs because you were so exhausted. <laughs> right now, now you're focusing on one. What yeah. do you think, D'Antoni? Even what do you think is going through his head when he comes back from his Italian vacation? And he finds out his star player the, ent- the entire summer was working on one-leg fadeaway threes. D'Antoni seems to only care about offense, too. He probably thinks it's brilliant. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah, if you're a coach like Popovich, if, if Duncan was like, hey, man, I've been working on fucking half-court shots. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, I don't know. Or like the old, the slow-ass Spurs, if Duncan was like, I've really been trying to extend my range to the three. He'd be like, get your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got Bruce Bowen <laughs> planted in a corner. I got Manu. I got, well, Tony can't really hit threes, but like, we don't need you. We need you in the paint. Yeah. That was conventional wisdom, and now it's changed. I get that, but like, bro, don't dedicate yourself to defense right now. Or yeah. even if it's, I'm trying to figure out the best way to get everybody else involved. Even if it's bullshit, I'd buy it. I'd be yeah. like, yo, that's great. That's yeah. what you're Sell me a dream, dude. Yeah. Sell me a fucking dream. Like, he's being honest about it. He's like, I don't give a fuck about anything but scoring. Yeah. I don't care. KD dedicated himself to defense. KD wasn't a strong defender when he came into the league. Oh, really? I, remember, I thought that was his shit. I, I remember him being one of the greatest offensive players in college history. And then I high remember school, him. High school, high school. College too. Oh my he god! I thought you were talking about KG. No, Kevin K- Garnett. No, yeah, 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 KD. Kevin yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. He was not a defender. He was not. Now a defender. Kevin Durant's a fucking defender. Yep, great help defender too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, that's something he built up. And I remember him, uh, the first time he played in Team USA without a bunch. When he was like, "This is your time to be the alpha." Mm-hmm. I remember his defense. They were like calling for him to be a better defender, hmm. and he did. Hmm. Harden, we've been calling for that. Not happening. And you want a second MVP for historic offensive numbers, and your team got worse. <sighs> that's interesting. The. Uh... Yeah, there's no accountability for Harden, and he doesn't seem to have his own personal accountability. Like, you don't need to score anymore, dog. You score enough. You are undeniably the best at scoring for your team. Yeah, Maybe the best at scoring in the league. I'll give you that. Sure. But that's not the difference maker, and you got to eventually realize that, and you got to go, maybe I'll score five less points a game, but I'll lock the fuck up yeah. because that is going to take 10 points away from the other team, mm-hmm. and now we have a five-point plus. Right. What helps you win the game? What is most effective? Go out there and take guard their best player. Go out there and guard Steph. 
Dude, Go out there and guard these motherfuckers, you know yo. All the goats that we look at as goats. Yeah. There was a time when they were like, I'm locking down Kobe, the Kobe. Jordan. Jordan. LeBron. All of these guys. Jordan won a fucking defensive MVP. LeBron could have guarded one through five in Miami. Kobe was a great defender. I remember Kobe guarding the Kings when they that, that conference finals, just mm. marking up Bibby. Wouldn't mm. let him get past half court, bumping him everywhere. Kobe would fucking, I'm locking down. Let's mm. go. And Kobe's a guy that we know love to score, but he still said, let's go on D. How, old, how old is Harden? 28, I want to say. So he is beyond the age where you realize what it takes. He is himself. Maybe. Because in my mind, I think I think you can make changes on the type of player you are. He's 30. He's 30. 30. Oh, it's I too late. I think he's locked it's in. It's too late. Like You can make changes on the type of player you are early. That means you can add things to your game and shift the focus in your game. Kawhi is a perfect example of that. True. Came to the league as like this real athlete and then defensive stopper, stopper, learned how to shoot, yeah. and then learned how to be an elite scorer. Yeah. But... I don't think you can change your mentality about the game after a certain age. Yeah. Like Melo couldn't change his mentality about the game. Right. You don't change your mentality about the game after a certain age. And 30, this is what Harden is. You need to put something somebody on that team that actually I don't even know. Maybe the problem, I mean as much as Chris Paul's annoying, the problem is Harden, man. Yeah. I, I mean, don't. you could also say the problem is the Warriors, right? Like, if there's no Warriors, the Rockets probably win. Yeah, fair. Win it all, right? But you could say that about so many teams. Exactly. So, right, the there Warriors— one of those teams every year. Every year. And the Warriors are there. So, what are you going to do to get over that? Right. And now <sighs> it's not the Warriors, it's the Clippers. And you know where the Clippers are going to make their name? Defense. You know, you know who would be the perfect teammate, and we say this for everybody. You know, who would be the perfect teammate for Harden. LeBron. It's Kawhi. What? I'll lock down whoever, fam. Yeah. I'll do it. Hey, all I need you to do is go out there and get buckets, because yeah. all Kawhi wants with Paul George is James Harden. Yeah. Take the burden off me. Yo, can you get some buckets so I don't got to carry these fucking teams? My knees hurt. Yeah. Like, all I need you to do, I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna lock the best player. I'm gonna carry this fucking team i'm gonna do whatever we need to do i just need when i'm tired just give me some buckets give me some buckets that might be the most important uh aspect of a championship team is is having an excellent defensive player who can also score 100 percent. pippen yeah. clay thompson oh fuck uh, great point yeah jordan kobe jordan yeah, yeah. duncan just saying like as a sidekick as you a need sidekick that is probably like oh. the most important asset. If you have a, it as a sidekick, a defensive shooter. If you have it as a sidekick, it's through the roof. Yeah. Usually, your alpha player is that. But if you, all, I mean, like Pippen couldn't shoot, but Pippen could score. Shoot, yeah. But that's a lockdown. Yeah, yeah. They could also score. And he could score. Yeah. You know, so it's like a hundred percent. And James Harden you needs know to acquire that. that. LeBron. Ooh. That's a part of what my argument is for LeBron Ooh, maybe being okay. the GOAT. I'd put it to rest when he went to L.A. temporarily. Mm -hmm. uh, but he never had a Pippen. He never had a guy to... Nah, but Kobe didn't have it. Nah, he had Shaq, dog. He had Not Shaq. The second two? The second two were, were fucking earned. Yeah. The second two were really earned. I also think that we underestimated Powell's skill. Powell is a really elite 
Like Powell was incredible. I didn't want. I thought I was gonna get dog power. Really? Nah, Powell was an elite big. Like for his touch, his passing, his like. No, but we're he talking wasn't defensive. Shaq. Kobe's the alpha of that team. Defensive, Kobe's the though. defensive alpha. Oh. Andrew, Andrew Bynum helped a bit. It. Every big man was walking so, through. So I give Kobe his two for sure, those last ones. The other thing Kobe had that LeBron didn't have was a fill. And maybe you could say LeBron won't allow a fill. But all those other guys, all the GOATs had great coaches. Mm. All the GOATs had GOAT coaches except LeBron. Mm. Mm. Kobe and Jordan. Magic. Riley. Uh, yeah. Who's uh, Shaq? Who's the other guy I was just thinking of? Tim Duncan. Duncan. Like, name all your GOATs. They all had a great coach. LeBron's best coach ever was... Yeah. Maybe Hakeem Olajuwon didn't have a GOAT coach. Who was that? Rudy Tomjanovich yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that? True. Yeah. But but Tom still, Tom is very well respected. He's well and respected. Is now, but he was brand new when he got LeBron. This might be this might be crazy to say, but like I think we overestimate how great Dwayne Wade was. I, I don't think Dwayne Wade peak Dwayne Wade was, uh, individual Dwayne Wade was crazy. He got the championship too with a washed up Shaq. Yeah, and I mean I I mean he did that to the, my team. Just destroyed us. Couldn't oh, stop. Yeah. So Bron did have it for two of his. He had, but then Dwayne was always hurt in the playoffs. I, I just don't think I, I don't that mean, first year yeah. LeBron choked away. Sorry, that first go, year go. LeBron choked away. That's on him because Dwayne Wade was healthy and good. Right. This when he won the championship the next year, Dwayne Wade was hurt in the playoffs. Uh, when he won it again the next year, Dwayne Wade was hurt in the playoffs. They played, but, but he was not like the gimpy. Same. He wasn't hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. He wasn't fucking D Wade. I know there's times where D Wade was just destructive and like unstoppable. I, I'm not trying to take away from that. I just. I never saw Dwayne Wade play and went, wow, this is one of the best to do it. I I, I just never had that feeling. Oh, there were right. games before LeBron where I was like, holy fuck. Dude, there's games where I've seen, Don, you know, what is it, uh, Deion Waiters play really well, <laughs> right? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I also, there was back in the day, like, if we remember Ray Allen, yeah. like, Ray Allen was a force of nature as a two guard. Dude, Ray Allen could yam, too. He, he would dunk on people. Yeah. He his It was unbelievable. And then he... As his career progressed, just kind of turned into this, you know, amazing three point shooter. But like, I don't put Ray up there. Yeah. And like, he was doing things Dwayne wasn't doing. So, I, I don't know. Like, but that's just me. Maybe I didn't see enough Dwayne to say. But there were games when, like, I like was Dwayne way better than Reggie Miller? I think so. Nah. Son, Reggie. Well, Reggie's, yeah, Reggie's in an all time. Reggie ain't have no Shaq, bro. Like. Reggie had Luke fucking and that hurts. Deuce Smiths. Smiths or whatever. Rick, Rick Smiths, Smiths yeah. right? It hurts like, to say as a Nick fan, but not nah, Reggie got that. Son, Reggie was <laughs> unstoppable. Reggie. Eight man. points in eight seconds made me oh an NBA God. fan. Like I kind of liked it before that, but, but I watched like, that oh, live. Oh, we gotta watch this. And that's now. when I was like, oh, this is a fucking sport. Oh my God. I guess I guess what I was trying to do is assist your LeBron no, argument. No, for sure, for sure. And I think I'm saying Dwayne Wood is great, but we forget. LeBron had peak D Wade, healthy D Wade for one full season, and after that, it was always injury prone. <sighs> Guys, who knows, man? It's it's a tough one. I love y'all. Uh, we love y'all. We're so grateful. We had a uh, an amazing week, man. I'm excited to see what else continues for this week. I'm excited to see what this video does, and it will do whatever it's supposed to do. We did our job to put it out there. If y'all like it and y'all fuck with it, y'all gonna spread it like a virus. And, um, yeah, man, I'm just super grateful right now, Al. How you feeling? Good. I'm happy. Great, great fucking work, y'all. Thank so you, impressive. man. Thank you, man. Anyway, guys, thank you so much, man. The flagrancy is spreading. We are doing our job. Y'all should feel so intimately involved in this, man, because 
without y'all, none of this is possible. I 100% mean that. That's not lip service for me. I don't believe in lip service. So thank y'all for this. And, you know, we got some very cool things cooking, man. We almost can tell y'all about it. It will be in the near future. We will start to, you know, we'll start to let y'all know in the near future. And uh, I'm very excited to share it. Um, obviously, always thoughts go out to Kaz. Love you, brother. You're a brother for for life. Um, Akash, anything else before we get um, out of here? I'm going to plug my dates real quick because we got dates coming up in the next week. But before I do that also. Oh, my, I thought you did already. Uh, I didn't plug the dates that are coming up. Just, just do the next two. Houston, September 6th, Secret Group, 8 p.m. Austin, September 7th and September 8th, the Fallout Theater, 7 o'clock on the 7th, 8.30 on the 8th. Uh, buy tickets at akashsing.com. Also, guys, we try to promote comedy and, you know, help the culture. Uh, I got a friend named Mike Albanese has a very funny comedy festival in Atlanta called the Red Clay Comedy Festival. Have you done it yet? No, but uh, this is a great thing. Uh, I am going to try to stop by this year. It is a comedy festival in Atlanta. I believe it is October 2nd through 6th. I'll get double check the date. Red Clay. Red Clay. Comedy, comedy festivals festival. run by comics. It is. It's such a. It's a great time. This guy. He's a comic. He does it all himself. Puts it together. Flew us out last. They're year. They're the best. Great fucking time. Comedy festivals run by comics are the best, man. It is. It's the reason why Skankfest in New York is so fucking incredible. You know, I mean, shouts to the Legion of Skanks guys, Louis J. Gomez, Dave Smith, Big J. Okerson, and that Christine, um, that whole crew. Um, and then Red Clay Comedy Festival, October Mike 4th, Albanese, 6th, yeah. October 4th, 5th, and 6th. You know, if you guys are in the area, check it out. Support comedy. They, they know how to put on a festival. The festival is not to, you have to understand, when comics throw a festival, they don't make money at it. Because comics are so bad at business, they don't understand. They care <laughs> about the comedy. True. And so the shows are going to be great. The experience is going to be great. Nobody's going to profit off it. They're doing this because they love the fucking art, man. So if you're in Atlanta, check that out. Obviously, if you're in New York, you know, check out the uh, Skank Fest. I'm going to do a big promo for that next year when it comes around because I think it's a fucking New York institution we need to support. But Akash wanted to talk about Red Clay last week. And uh, we had we had finished recording, and he forgot. But um, I think it's awesome that you want to give them some some shine, man. I think that's really cool, man. It's like I think it's I'll, I'll be honest. I think it's a testament to like anybody in a creative field. Like once you get a platform, if you use that platform to help other people, is you're you're built to have that platform. If you use that platform only to help yourself, then in my in my mind, you're not doing the right work. World talk. So that's great, man. We love y'all. Thank you so much. Al, I love you, man. Such great work this week, man. So fucking great. Akash, love you. Yo, Asshole yo. Army, keep it tight. This is Flagrant 2. Peace.